0: Five, four, three, two,
1: one. <laughs> energized podcast episode forty-two. How you doing, Barry? I'm doing good. I'm doing very good. So, give us the welcome. Okay, first of all, if you're new to the Energized show, welcome. And if you're back for more Energized action, welcome back. Welcome back.
0: Yeah. So, guys, very excited for this week's episode. Lots of great content to pump out for you guys, and we're actually going to start off with an energised competition. Yeah. So, for the last few weeks, me and Barry have said, if you enjoy the show, screenshot it, shout it out, and we'll shout you back out. And a lot of people have done it, and we're very grateful for that. So now is our chance to give back to you guys.
1: Yeah. So, just let us explain, Um, on Thursday, the Irish... Rugby team were giving away tickets To go see the Irish rugby team train In the Aviva Stadium On Tuesday The 27th of February So Funnily enough Like They didn't send out like a refreshing uh, tweet Just to be like Oh here tomorrow they're giving them away Luckily or, I wrote it down
0: Yeah or today oh, Yeah or today There was no social media post from the IRFU saying Oh if you want tickets to see Ireland train Go online and get them They're available now But Luckily enough I had it written down yeah, um, very lucky for the pair of us we had it written down yeah. And we did manage to get our hands on a handful of tickets Yeah So
1: Well, like, like originally I was like, right, we're going and, yeah. then, and then I was like, hold on Other people will want to go through this as well Yeah, and this is a great chance for people who follow
0: the Irish rugby team To like to meet their heroes like, So many times It's kind of strange because when we ever post about Irish rugby Even though I, I feel like our prime audience isn't exactly Irish rugby Yeah when we do post about Irish rugby, it gets so many interactions. Like when Johnny Sexton did the drop goal against France or when we put the post out before the Italy game about the Irish rugby, the amount of comments we got on the on the posts are enormous yeah. compared to some of the other posts we put out. That happens a lot um, with like, Irish stuff. Yeah, that is true. A lot of people embrace their Irish yeah, history, yeah, especially yeah. when we're doing something well about it. I was yeah. only talking to someone at work the other day and they were saying... It's funny that like the Winter Olympics are on, but if there's an no older person in the Winter Olympics, they make sure to watch that
1: event yeah. just to see how they get on. Yeah, and it's it's so true, isn't it? No, yeah, 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 hundred percent. It, it doesn't matter what the event well, is yeah, either. It's, yeah, it's because it's such a small island. You're like yeah, yeah, it's like, any yeah. one of us, yeah. one of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So we have tickets. To see Ireland do a full training session in the Viva on the 27th of February, as Barry said. Yeah,
1: and if you've ever seen them do the Irish team do this before. They actually go around after and get in photographs with people, and then get, you get to talk to them. Yeah, so it's like almost like a better experience than going yeah. to a match. Cause like six nation and have been rock hard for us to get.
0: Yeah, it's 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 almost like a meet and greet. That's not yeah. official. Because they, they do come over at the end of the transaction they get in photos, everyone. So yeah. you get to actually meet them, you get the photographs. And yeah. that's what like a lot of people want. And especially if you yeah. if you had like a younger or sorry, if you had like a son or a daughter, or you had like a younger brother or something like that, and they idolise the Irish rugby team and it's a chance for them to meet, you know, some of the best players in the world. And that's what the Irish rugby team yeah. have. Some of the best players in the world, like Johnny Sexton, Connor Murray. They could be the best halfback combination pairing in the world. Uh, and then yep. you look at the rest of the team. You have someone like Rob Kearney who's playing the Lions tour. He's won the Grand Slam. You have Toner. You have Tyke Furlong. Who was there was actually a poll put out um, in 2017, and he actually got the highest percentage of any position that he was the best player at his position in the entire world. Crazy. Carry on. Yeah, I, I,
1: I, I don't even know what to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: is like these are <laughs> these are these are the pinnacle of rugby as a sport.
1: So. I suppose we should say how you can win the competition. Yeah. Well, uh, first of all, before you explain, I wanna, I wanna thank first of all the people who actually listened to the show and the interactions that they put in. Yeah. I was like, uh, I don't know. I, I feel like a lot of people will probably just be like, like sort of selfish and be like, oh, I'll get my own tickets. But the way like we were actually sort of like right here, we get we'll get as many as we can for other people. Yeah. Because even people wrote on the wall, they were like, I didn't even know this was on. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. We're like, well, and people were tagging their friends and being like, oh,
0: Sarah. This would be great, crack. I would love to go with this, and then someone else was like, Oh, Robbie, see the lads have the tickets. Yeah, we'd love to go. I'm yeah. like, yeah. We actually would have given them out to the first people to ask for it, but we actually got asked by so many people. Yeah. It's oh. not fair to just pick people out and give yeah. it to them. We yeah. almost have to do some sort of competition yeah. to make it fair. And then Ross
1: actually went and they got more tickets. Yeah, no, I got more tickets. So. Yeah, so I only thought a couple of people were going to be like, Yeah, but like everyone already got on it.
0: Yeah, so we have five pairs of tickets to give away, so it's ten tickets in total. Yeah. Um, and then me and Barry are going to go ourselves as well so you'll get a chance to meet us there if you haven't met us already which yeah. is pretty cool because yeah. we're actually we love meeting people who listen to the show yeah. I'll take ta- Instagram
1: I'll take the photograph for you meeting Ross <laughs> <laughs> and if you're lucky Pete might come as well yeah Pete, Pete might make a
0: guest appearance
1: or else I'll just like crop me in over someone else in the picture's head yeah yeah yeah, yeah. well here look okay Ross is going to explain now how you actually enter so get your pen and paper ready so all you have to do is take a screenshot of yourself
0: listening to the Energoid podcast. Put it up on your Instagram story. Make sure you tag us in the story how we can see it. And that is it. Oh no, that's too easy. That is it. And if you want a double chance of winning, make sure to tell one of your friends and get them to do the same thing. How they can, win, can have a chance to win the tickets again. And you will have double chances. We're going to give out the first... Batch of winners on Thursday, and then the second batch of winners on Saturday. Yeah. Very simple. No, that's too simple. Very simple, (laughs) very energised. All you have to do, I'll say it again, screenshot yourself, listen to the Energised podcast, tag us in it, pull up in your Instagram story, and you're in with the chance to win a pair of tickets to see Ireland training in the Aviva on the 27th of February. Simple as. That's simple. Isn't it? And one better, we'll actually shout them out on our wall as well. Yeah, we will shout you out and say you have entered the competition. We'll let we'll let people know and you're in with a great chance of winning, okay? So when we put up the original post, I think there was 32 people who wrote a comment saying they wanted tickets. Yeah. So that was too many and we couldn't just pick someone out off that. So we decided we'd run a little competition and the people who do it, they're going to be in with a chance. And we're going to try and do it as fairly as possible. Yeah as always as always as so always, yeah. um, that is it and look Barry how much do you love getting something to give away to people who like it's such a cool thing to give away the last time remember we gave away the Ireland tickets yeah like you feel so good giving something because
1: yeah. they're so appreciative of them it's all like humbling in a way yeah like, I mean like like, as you obviously know like it's hard it, it's, it's not easy doing the show every week and then creating content and making it good and then like because like things happen in your families you could yeah. you could come in being like annoyed you know what i mean like it's not every time we did a show we were like like so buzzing to do it but we were, like, yeah. like like it's not just for us it's for like everyone else you know what
0: i mean and we always do the show on monday night and sometimes we say start later than other times and you can be a bit tired uh, yeah. starting the show and you might have to have like a third coffee before the show <laughs> to get yourself up and going for it but i feel like we always once the show like once the countdown kicks in it's, it's, it's game yeah. time. You know like what I
1: mean? I actually arrived today and Ross was drinking a monster and he was asleep on the couch. Yeah. That, that was <laughs> you it. Know what I mean? yeah. it was, but the show must go on. The show must go on and the thing is uh, Barry came in
0: and then after about two minutes like I sort of fed off his energy and was like we have a show to prepare we have to get this show up and going so there was no waiting around and doing nothing. You have to get up get yourself ready write down what's going to be on today's show and get it out there.
1: Yeah. And put on your best clothes. Bo-, yep. Bo wearing tuxedos right now
0: Obviously Because you know In the Energised studio What else would you wear <laughs> So if you're ever lucky To be a guest On the Energised podcast Make sure you wear a tux Yeah
1: make sure you're Dressed to impress But uh, This also sort of leads on to the post That we put out today um, About how we're trying To take the show To the next level um, Really see the people Who listen to the show Are the people Who are going to Help us get there And I feel like If you're listening You like us Because if you Are listening now And you don't like us Then What are you actually Doing with your life so, like, what do they actually do if you're yeah, like,
0: I, I'm not too sure why you listen to something you don't like, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, no, we really appreciate the people who do listen to us, and it means a lot. And there are certain people who, like, are always shouting us out, and, like, we really yeah. greatly do appreciate it. Yeah. And we're trying to produce as much co- good content as we can. So we feel like the next step for us is to move on to a different platform,
1: yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Um. You see, the thing is, myself and Ross run everything, from the social media to even getting tickets for people listening to making sure to watch all the matches like for, like even staying up till 5 o'clock to watch fights yeah. I mean like a two man band it, like most people that are doing better than us have a bigger production you know what I mean yeah. that's, like, th- and that's just it but uh, we, when we moved on to SoundCloud we originally tried to put stuff on iTunes and the thing is it didn't work but like we were just determined to create the content and not letting that hold us back so we moved stuff onto SoundCloud but now we're 42 episodes deep and we sort of we sort of know exactly what we're doing from like the first half hour just being content, the second half hour either being football, MMA, or rugby, or whatever, vice versa, if you yeah. said vice voice whichever the hottest topic of the week is. But now we're sort of like, right, we're we're ready to really take it on to the next level. Yeah. You know what I mean? So we have been in talks with a couple of people on how they can help us move on to iTunes, because unfortunately, we're, we're, we didn't know what we were doing. And before we were in touch with Apple... Uh, some, and they're based in Cork and like they just did not help but like we we had we had a show to create so therefore we just put it on SoundCloud
0: basically from my recollection what was happening each time was each time we were going to upload the next episode of the podcast the podcast was being renamed to that episode and we reached out to Apple being, being saying here look this is the issue yada 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 and they sort of it was almost like you were talking to a computer yeah. like they just gave you back yeah. this is how to yeah. do it but there was no one our issue seem to be different than everyone else's issue. So... Typical, it, very energized. Yeah, very energized. <laughs> but if you are some sort of iTunes aficionado and you listen to the podcast, yeah. let us know because maybe you could actually help us out with moving on to iTunes because we want to move on to iTunes and like get into the rankings and that's our like, You know, then it'll be, we'll have goals to move up the rankings yeah. and like that is what's really important to us that we want to put out the best content and move on to the bigger platforms. Yeah. It's just We're, more so yeah. like a technical yeah. issue and... For some reason not... Me and Barry are not very proficient in iTunes. I don't know why. We've both looked at it. And I don't know whether... We're looking at the wrong thing or what the story is. But it just doesn't seem to work out for us. Whatever way we try it. We tried. Yeah. We have tried. And we're going to make it happen. Yeah.
1: Or even if you know someone who's good at it... uh, If you could recommend Mm -hmm. them to us even. And like we will pay them. Yeah. With hugs and... Energised t-shirts. And... Something else... And a shout out on Pete's Instagram. Yeah. Yeah, but like we really appreciate that. And also we I, we can't reiterate that like it from getting shout outs on Instagram, it just helps us so much. So if you could do that, we really appreciate it because like it, the more we build, the more enthusiastic we are about stuff. And realistically, now we're like ready to go on iTunes. We're ready to go, ready to go, ready to talk about even more like better topics, like sort of like stuff that. Well, really, take us to a bigger audience, you know, what yeah. I mean? because like we're sort of we're ready to go, and with this thing on Instagram, uh, like I know people looking at it are like, who, like, how do you guys constantly post new stuff all the time? All the t- on top of things, yeah.
0: like, yeah, no, it's it's a full time it's a full time gig doing this. It's not it's not easy, and I must say, I just feel like the more we grow and the bigger we get, the more doors will open for us, and you know, yeah, we we'll get a chance to put our uh, content out on a bro- broader platform. So that's what we're looking to do. And the thing is, as much as other places maybe haven't given us as much of a chance that we probably do deserve, and I feel like we do deserve it because I feel like our content is very good, our knowledge is very good. The thing is, one thing you'll (laughs) never be able to take away from us is the fact that we're a duo, we're best friends, and like our friendship is always going to come first. And then not only that, but we've created something, and this is ours, and there's nothing anyone can do to take that away from us. And that's just that's just it. So and we wear tuxes doing the show, and we wear tuxes doing the show. <laughs> so people can like say what they want. They can say no to you as many times as you want. Yeah. But at mm-hmm. the end of the day, we've grown our own platform for us to provide content on, and no one can you know say no to us doing that. Yeah. Unless but, Instagram like shut down tomorrow, <laughs> which I don't think is gonna happen. Yeah, I don't see that happen.
1: Yeah, but uh, even the way even the way we like shout out people and wish people good luck and bright yeah. people happy birthdays, I don't see like. Or to eating or not No And it's funny Even even the way we've done polls recently That
0: Huge one is Hear less from On the Sweet podcast yeah, yeah, yeah Like As soon as that story was up And we actually don't know How it's doing right now Because We're recording We're recording right now yeah. Yeah. But as soon as we put it up Within two minutes Three people at the end Are saying like That's gas Or as One lad was right uh, Writing into it Saying I have to vote Just to see where the polls are going
1: Yeah or even well, in the last week people were messaging us being like here will you lads do a live show. Yeah. Now I don't know exactly what we do like uh, will we still wear the tuxes. Um I think like I'd wear a wife
0: beater and a pair of shorts and blue shoes and
1: you'd wear a tux. Okay. Yeah, but I mean like okay, I don't even whatever, but I mean like like we this is only like this is only all, all going to be possible if we if the people that listen to the show actually like help us out a bit, you know. Yeah. Like uh like, yes, obviously, like, a live show is something we love to do. Yes, like, having, like, being part of a bigger company that could really promote us yeah. on a larger scale is definitely what we want to do. But the thing is, I know this is all going to come in time, but the thing is, like, we are trying to, like, grow it. Mm-hmm. And, it, like, the doors, like, every time we knock on a door, like, it's just, like, they open the letterbox and look out and be like, oh, shit, it's energised, and then close yeah. it. And it's just, but, like, we're going to keep knocking on them, yeah. uh, knocking on them doors look- until we start nick knocking them gaps and legging it, like, <laughs> down the road, like. But I'm, I'm, I'm very much looking forward to this new,
0: this competition giveaway, um, just because it's a chance for us to give back to the people who've been loyal to us for so long, and also the fact that we're going to then go to the Irish rugby training session and meet all the people who we gave tickets to. Yeah. I think that's going to be incredible, and that's going to be something that we really enjoy doing. Because when we got to give the Irish football tickets away, it was really good, and like people were so grateful there, and it's just something that. I love doing. I love giving back yeah. when possible.
1: Even when we met the girls in uh, New York. Yeah.
0: Yeah, like, they were so like, oh, what you guys do is great and then the yeah. one was like, Barry's my favourite and the other one was like, Ross is my favourite and like... I told her to tell you, to say you were her favourite. I know, Yeah, they, were, you, they both actually preferred you yeah, but yeah, uh, yeah. I, I just Obviously, was, man. I, I just thought it was funny that
1: one of us or
0: that someone had a favour between the two of us like yeah, that, yeah, that, that's yeah, like yeah. a thing is, yeah. is, is is funny that yeah. they could be both sitting at home listening to the podcast, and be like Barry's my favourite yeah. Ross is my favourite and in
1: the bar that supporter page as well in New York
0: yeah who now have our flag on the wall yeah
1: which is crazy yeah. and then like invite us to like TJ Dillashaw's yeah. after party yeah. I think sometimes we don't actually mention that to ourselves to be like oh here look we there yeah. is like people encouraging us to yeah. keep going you know what I mean because like sometimes we look at the stuff where like like, we applied to get media passes from, from Irish rugby, and yeah. they are like, no. But yeah. then, like, we're basically promoting their day. But, like, we're looking at the negative rather than the positive. Yeah, true. Yeah. Although on, like, rainy days and shit, like, you're just like, ah, oh, here, look. Yeah, when when, when things aren't going your day on a rainy day, you can get
0: a very negative outlook on it. But so, sometimes, I think, if you actually look back on what we've achieved, even over the last six months, like, going over to New York, and what happened in New York, and, you know, getting ticks to the Irish football games, and... You know, going to this training session and give away tickets for it—it's just a lot of good things have happened to us in the past while. But I think when you see those good things happen, you sort of want them to keep happening. And then when you sort of don't get the good things for for a while, then you might look at it and think, "Oh, is it slowing down? Is it not working? Why is it not working fast?" But
1: at the end of the day, nothing is worth doing without a few struggles in it. Yeah, but the thing is, I know in my heart that like we're doing this because we're we're like liking we like to make other people laugh and like. Because That's what it's really about, and then making like giving people like the correct information and that knowing that, like, s- like Katie Taylor's fighting this week, or like what's the latest with Conor McGregor, or the Irish football team, or like anything like that. That we're trying to like keep people informed in a way, yeah. Whereas, I, feel, like, I
0: feel like, especially with the boxing, I feel like Katie Taylor and Mikey Conlon, they always end up fighting, and like a lot of people don't know yeah. until the day before or the day of, or even when it's on the TV, unless, yeah. like, they hear from us, Yeah. and a lot of people have said that's been like, "Oh, I didn't know K Taylor was yeah, fighting." So like, yeah, yeah, That
1: happens like all the time, doesn't yeah. it? Or I didn't know Michael Collins yeah. was fighting. Tonight. Yeah, but uh, the, th- the thing is, the people that actually like listen to our stuff, I think they understand where we are coming from. But yeah. I think the people that, that like won't follow us back and are like we're clicking our wall yeah. just to see what's going on. I think they're like, "Oh, those lads just want to be killed." Cool. Like, yeah. And you know what? Like, fuck them people. It, yeah, do you know that? Like, because like. I know what we're doing And like I see other people Trying to be like Yeah but it's not even about us Like It's not like Every photo is a picture Of me and you I know, you know what what I mean? I mean? It's it is like, It's like We're
0: supporting all our own And we're supporting the, our, our, the people we like And we're like know, yeah. Shouting out the UFC We're shouting out Bellator We're shouting out Irish rugby We're f- shouting out the FAI you know what I mean We're shouting out All these <laughs> All these Like organisations Organisations like, Yeah and they're just like Oh whatever! You always, yeah, uh, yeah. It, it, like <laughs> all right, it's 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 fine. Like they, they like they yeah, don't right. owe us anything, but uh, just at times when you see the you IRF, not like putting out a tweet or a Facebook post or an Instagram post saying that like the tickets are now live on sale, and then we do do it, it's just you look at them and you're just like, are you doing your job right at all? I don't know. but it, it is what it is, and we're we're not even like hating on them. We're just more so, oh. so why like, aren't you giving? The fans, the most and best possible information that you can. I know that's just my take on it. I know, yeah.
1: So I feel like it's such a little club, and like, but like once we're in, I think we're just gonna like do extremely well. Yeah,
0: I, uh, I think it's because no one ever meets us and go; they were dickheads.
1: Yeah, that's yeah. it. I, I purposely yeah. try to make sure that like mm. they don't talk to you, so like they. <laughs> but <laughs> um, uh, another thing that's going sort to of happen this week
0: is the change in the format for Snapchat, Barry. Tell me what you think about this, because yeah. you
1: are very unimpressed. Yeah. Um, well, see, luckily, we took the gamble a while ago to go all in on Instagram. Yeah. Because, first of all, Facebook, like, you'd almost have to pay someone at, like, 20 quid to like your post. Whereas on Instagram, like, there's such a loyalty there to to what we provide so mm. many people come in. And then, uh, on Snapchat, it's just changed. It's They're around it, isn't it? Snapchat, I think, now has buried itself. And it's just... It's made people more... Just more solidified that their number one platform is Instagram. I think the new Snapchat is only good
0: if you want to follow what I call fake famous people. Like, the amount of... When you go to the, the right-hand side on your Snapchat, which I'm sure people know what I'm talking about when they're listening to it, yeah. where your Snapchat stories used to be. Now all I get is, like, Kim Kardashian, Khloe Kardashian... Dapper laughs, Philip Schofield, Philip Schofield, uh, <laughs> like guys, girls from girl bands, Dom, random, Dom ra- from uh, Love Island, yeah, like, and something like, like that, like yeah, and random, random, like makeup artists. I'm sitting there going, what is oh, real? I, I was like, I don't want, I don't want to see any of these people's stories. And yeah. the thing is, like, you yeah. have to, like hold your finger on them and like say less this, but like you're gonna get replaced from. Jerry Halliwell, to Mel B, to Mel C, you know what I mean? It's like you got rid of one Spice Girl, you get the next one. In, you yeah, know what yeah, I mean? It's yeah, like yeah, yeah. I don't want that. It's like you get rid of Courtney Kardashian, you get Kendall Jenner. You know what I yeah, mean? It's yeah, like yeah. I, I didn't want them. So I, I, I was like, yeah. I was like, it could have actually been cool if you know I got like Ronaldo, I got Neymar, I got yeah. LeBron James, I got like oh, this guy likes sports, so here's the sports Snapchatters, yeah. and it's just like I'm just getting all these influencers that i never asked to
1: be associated with Uh, do you know know what they need to do a bar do that they just need to be able to like tag people so you could like if like because some people that like you'd follow on snapchat right they're like recording their friends but yours but they're not not recording themselves and you're sort of like you want to see more of them so you would almost rather be following their friend yeah i mean like so basically if someone was following me and want to see what i was doing they'd probably almost be better off following you because then you'd be recording me because yeah. I don't record myself. is that yeah. the sort of way? Yeah, I know what you so, mean. So if Snapchat it's had added that feature, they'd be doing way better. But now they're like... I think they're real. Yeah, because people want to have more people on their Snapchat, more yeah. people viewing yeah. their
0: stories, more more that. Yeah. And it's just so unuser-friendly now. And then when you're on the left-hand side, people's stories start coming up and like yeah. they start going in between your Snapchats yeah. and stuff. And I'm just sitting there going, oh, I don't know whether like I've sent that person. And then mm. people... Random people start coming up saying open Snapchat on Saturday and I'm sitting there going who, who and what and when and I, I just I just don't get it it's so confusing and it's so just, they've done a terrible job whoever
1: yeah is run Snapchat like has done a great job of ruining it yeah but now <clears throat> now the race is sort of like it was Facebook Instagram Snapchat uh, Twitter now the now the Instagram has pulled off so far ahead
0: yeah I feel, I feel like it's almost a race between facebook
1: snapchat and twitter he was not gonna die first yeah but yeah but it's even like a joke say if someone was walking down the road like i turn to you or else i've seen someone do it the other day it's like oh they're taking an instagram photo yeah you would like they're not like there's a bebo photo yeah yeah. you no. know
0: what i mean
1: or a tinder
0: photo it's yeah but i also think if you see someone like recording something somewhere you're like oh instagram stories they're, they're not yeah. even like snapchat anymore yeah. it's like instagram stories yeah or like people are like oh put me on me your instagram story People aren't even, like, putting on their Snapchat story. It's because when you put someone on their Instagram story, they can get tagged in it. Yeah. And, like, why would you want... Like, if I got in, just say, I don't know who's the most famous Snapchatter in the world. I oh, don't know, just say Justin Bieber has Snapchat. Or, like, one of the Kardashians. If yeah. I got in their Snapchat, that would be useless for me. Because then no one would know who yeah. I was. Yeah, was but if I was time. in their Instagram story, they could tag me. Yeah. And then, like, you probably get 10,000 followers. You know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. So, therefore, it's actually worthwhile getting in on some of the instagram story
1: yeah i don't see how they can fix this because even like we follow people who are around like 2021 20, as well and they're only just sole obsession to grow as their instagram so yeah it's just
0: not it's become they've actually ruined their own platform it's not a platform that people will want to go on now yeah and there's so many of these sort of i'm not gonna call them news because they're not news they're, like it tells you stuff on, when you go to the right hand side Like it would be like Oh 10 life hacks Or something You know what I mean I'm just yeah. like I oh, didn't see any of that either And like I used to actually watch this guy's Sports Snapchat quite a lot Because yeah. I was like That's <clears> actually like, They could show you the goals For the week or whatever Yeah And I can't find that now Yeah, yeah, yeah You know yeah. what I'm I'm just do, like, I, have, I I just I, don't I'm just like Oh here
1: look yeah. Thanks you're ruining it no thanks yeah but even like you see I like to try and be a a tiny bit arty with it and you can't even it's not really that helpful either on Snapchat whereas Instagram you can sort of move multiple objects around and stuff yeah it's just way more creative like you can tell the person who was like running that was way more creative than the Snapchat person
0: I feel like the only thing Snapchat has left is that the girls girls like to use the filters on it and that's it that's about all I can think of. And I hate the Snapchat yeah. filters.
1: Yeah. Oh, no, same I, here, yeah. Same I, here.
0: You know what I hate? I hate when girls use a Snapchat filter where it gives them the squeaky voice. That's yeah. the worst yeah. one. I was yeah. like, I don't care if you get stupid ears, but then you sound like yourself. But when you get a squeaky voice, I just don't want to listen to it. Yeah. I don't I don't really understand it because your normal voice can't be more annoying than that voice. Yeah.
1: I remember yeah, do yeah, Remember but, that uh, was
0: a thing for a while, like, uh, girls put on the dog filter, yeah, and that yeah, was, like, yeah. th- it was, like, standard girl one-on-one. Yeah, but,
1: yeah, but people are probably using that, first of all, more for, like, to, for, uh, like, obsession, of yeah. being, like, getting gratification, people being, like, oh, that was funny, or that was not funny, I never really found that funny, really.
0: Yeah, no, I, I don't really like Snapchat anymore, and
1: so... Not really are. Uh, yeah, but also it doesn't build your brand as well. No. Like someone added me on Snapchat there the other day and first of all I was like, who's that? So I went straight into our Instagram, see who we were following. The name didn't even come up and I was like, I was like, what?
0: Yeah, no, I haven't the other day though. Happened me the other day and I snapchat and who's this? And then they opened it and then they didn't snapchat back and I was like Alright. Yeah, but also uh, you
1: you can't actually half the people I have on Snapchat, I don't know who they are. Yeah. Because there's no like story or you can't click on their profile. There's no profile. Yeah,
0: yeah there's no actual picture, you just have like an emoji, yeah. a Bit emoji, and yeah. that's it. And like, if I don't know you, well, then I'm not gonna know what
1: your bit emoji is supposed to be. Think of, like, but if you're looking at the other side, Instagram now, um, has, the algorithm has like, totally, cut us in half as in like reach. Yeah. And like, I feel it's because we're a business
0: page. It's cut us in half as opposed to if we weren't a business page, we'd probably be yeah. doing fine. Um, but uh, yeah. it's good to get the analytics in it, there's like pros and cons to being a business page but yeah. this podcast isn't about pros and cons to be a business page so okay. we won't get into it today
1: that's why we actually extremely appreciate it when you shout us out on instagram because yeah. uh yeah it's it's just the way it is but yeah. i I think that sort of sums up
0: our chaff today. oh we went Doomboogie racing on saturday it was andy's uh birthday so it was actually serious crack wasn't it yeah
1: i, I just want to say like Okay, well, I think we mentioned the last week, but I won a competition on Facebook, and then we got I got to bring... Well, I won four tickets to go doing buggy racing in Minute. Yeah. And, uh, well, first of all, when we got there, we didn't know what was going on. We were sort of just standing around. Lovely day as well. We were yeah. so fortunate because Sunday was lashing around. But, like, it was Andy's 30th birthday, and, uh, like, everyone knows on a birthday... You don't you, you yourself don't want to make a fuss But if it's someone someone is, You want to sort of Do something nice for them yeah, yeah yeah. And I was like Here look this is perfect I mean like 30 You're going to remember that No one's going to remember What they did for the 29th But yeah. I mean like And plus Andy really likes cars And stuff yeah. He likes to drive Yeah I was like yeah ideal So brought Andy um, And Costello And like it was good. The thing is like Costello hasn't been out as much now Because like Ever since he had his kid And all yeah. that stuff so it's,
0: it's nice to get him to do a, yeah. An activity
1: yeah. yeah It was actually sort of weird Costello was out the other day With SJ and Baby Jack and Jack was sort of running around and I was looking at him and like, there's no like fear in his eyes. There's no like oh, there's like snot on my top or anything. Like, There's no like anxiety or yeah. something. And it's just like
0: the he's, innocence. Yeah, he's uh, absolute fearless.
1: and yeah. No, he doesn't have any perception of wrong or yeah. right. It's just him being him. Yeah. And it's just like Jesus, man. I don't know. I, I just thought it was really weird because I'm not, never really around kids. So when I saw that, I was like that innocence. And then if you're looking at the kid, he's only ha- one and a half. So when you're looking at him, you're like Imagine you got to, like, rewind time and do it all again. Yeah. Like, a, a boy, what you what you knew now. It'd, it'd be, be a different game, yeah. A different game. This is all a game. This is all a game. And that's why we're trying to make it as well. Like, I mean, even the way we were, like... Like, I could have just given it, like, sold them tickets to people. Well, instead, like... I was like, right, Andy and Costa, they'll fucking love this. So, like, yeah. they come as well. And they loved it. Costa won the whole entire thing. Yeah, you beat everyone. There were
0: yeah. these, like, eight lads from Lucan. And then there was the other couple. And we were all driving the Doom buggies. Yeah. And- I'll be all of them. Yeah, I don't know how we did that. Yeah, like, I, like you know, the thing was that he drove first and I drove last, so I actually didn't actually get to see him. Yeah, I would have. I would
1: like to see him go around once just to be like, oh, that's why he's so good. Yeah. Well, I, like we had five laps that recorded. Yeah. Like Ross, you can like you had a fa- had the faster lap than me, but I was faster than you three times out of five, and you're faster than me two times out of five. Yeah. So, uh, does, uh, uh, like, we put a poll out saying who actually won between us two. So, uh, the, the, was, the lines are so uh, black and white. I, it, I mean, sorry, they're actually grey. Yeah, it was quite funny. I, all I know is that when I was driving,
0: I got faster each time I did my laps, which I was like, quite happy with. But it, it was quite strange because I was always driving behind Barry. And, like, I always knew when Barry was faster, faster or, slower or slower because i know by what part of the track he was, whether I was ahead or behind. And I only felt on my last sort of go go or two that I actually was fast it. But it was, it was hard to tell. And also, the times being stopped by someone manually with a stopwatch. Yeah, so, yeah. like, who knows how yeah, fast yeah, yeah. they actually were or yeah, weren't. Yeah. And the guys who went out first seemed to always have the faster time. So, he must have been watching them and stopping very quick. And he could have been talking to someone while you drove over the line yeah. you know well, I mean? like, either way the experience yeah. was deadly like, oh, oh, like, the actual driving like, the buggies yeah. was yeah. brilliant
1: yeah 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 it was yeah i'd, I'd highly recommend anyone going to it it mm-hmm. was actually really really enjoyable although like if you went in a rainy day you could it mightn't be as good yeah but it could be better Who knows? you guys know, and you could yeah. be drifting
0: around the corner. Yeah, yeah no
1: but the track isn't like that yeah i suppose it's a bit slender isn't yeah. it yeah yeah, yeah. It, it, there, there wasn't much room for error. yeah
0: but well, it was it was a cool crack anyway and all the lads enjoyed it and we all had a laugh about it and Costello said he's given up the drink for Lent, and you want a bottle of champagne. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> very Costello. Yeah. Uh, but we uh, we actually said that before going a couple of days before that. Like, anytime we try something new, and we all try something new, and Costello's there, he just tends to win. I don't know what yeah. it is about him; he just does, doesn't he? Yeah. Very lucky. Yeah. If we if we entered like the World Ping Pong Championships, like Costello would probably end up winning. It never played it before. Yeah.
1: No, but it was, like, even the way, recently, like, the way we went to Manchester, it was good to, like, do an activity with the lads. Yeah. Like, even doing that activity, because, like, as we're getting older, it's harder and harder to get people to come out, like, you yeah. know, as we've witnessed, and it's sort of like, like, when I was even looking at Cosmo, yeah, we did the five-a-side as well. Did the yeah. five, fo- yeah, the five-a-side as well, yeah. Yeah, This almost seems like every weekend we're yeah. doing something, but, like, it, like the way, like, Andy turned 30, and then, like, even seeing Cosmo and SJ with Jack, and then you're sort of like, you're 27, you're sort of like, this is what we're trying to get yeah. off the ground to be, like... And, like, the only way we can actually really see make it is the word of mouth. Yeah. So, like, the sooner people who are, like, hating on the show and Mm. realize that we're here to, like, create content, we're, like, giving away stuff for free, we're encouraging other people to do it, we're telling people how to grow their social media brands, everything, Mm. the sooner they stop hating and and come around and be like, here, do you know what, these lads are actually sort of funny, these lads are actually giving away stuff for free, these lads are, like, trying to encourage me to build my brand. Yeah. Maybe I should stop being such a dickhead and fucking shout them out. Yeah. Also I want to say Rory Crowley is a legend as well, by the way.
0: Yeah, he's like easily top five favourite is listener. Yeah. He's an absolute legend. Loves the show. He like listens
1: listens to the show before it even comes out. He does. He's that yeah. he's that much time for the yeah. next episode. You'll probably have already turned it off before we shout him out. Uh, very Rory. Very Rory Crowley. Yeah, so
0: actually had a great weekend and just happy birthday to Andy as well. So yeah. he's he's one of the nicest guys you will ever meet as well, and he's just so easily pleased and I don't mean that in a bad way he's just so happy just to go out and spend time with the lads and he's just yeah. super chill all the yeah, time he's always there he's always, he's
1: always like up for like doing something yeah he
0: doesn't really have a bad word to say about anyone either so no he's actually no. just an absolute gent yeah so I think that sort of sums summarizes up the first half hour of the show yeah um, Ross Cowell sometimes, so sometimes we go longer than half an hour but yeah um You know what, this week was one of those weeks where, bar the giveaway competition, I didn't actually know how much we were going to have to say in the first half an hour, but I actually thought that was a brilliant first half an hour of the show. And I know I always say it's the best show ever, but (laughs) that was
1: actually better than I expected it was going to be. I don't think I said like as many times as this. No, definitely not. Yeah. Which is much better. Yeah, no, but I just like just being honest because I know the people that are listening are looking for the honesty and just being like, here, look... Yes we are trying to be successful But like No we're not trying to be like Yeah we're like two hunks Even though we're wearing tuxedos But I mean We're just trying to like Create cool content For other people That Want to listen to Two lads being real And having a great time And then actually giving away Stuff for free as well And not just doing it to be Bell ends So Very Energised Where are we moving on to Barry? Uh, Just before we move on I want to make sure that The people entering the competition Don't forget Screenshot Tag us and then we're going to give away tickets on Thursday, and we're going to give away tickets on Saturday. And tell a friend to be in with a double chance of winning. Yeah. Because uh, it'll be a great day out, like, Yeah, meeting the rugby team. Yeah, 100%. So I think we should just move straight into the rugby then, anyway. Yeah, of course. Why not? So, Why not? Like,
0: this uh, weekend, Ireland are playing Wales in the Six Nations. Uh, it's going to be in the Aviva. So to start off with, we expect yeah. nothing more than a win. Uh, Wales unfortunately lost 12-6 to England in Twickenham last week and Ireland scored what was it eight tries against Italy uh, it seems like a bit of a whitewasher yeah it seemed, it seemed like a bit of a whitewash although they got a bit complacent towards the end of the game yeah. but it was already over
1: so but that that always happens to like nearly every team yeah, uh, uh, yeah it, like they wouldn't if that was like 14-0 it wouldn't be like wouldn't no no had, if if Ireland yeah. were only winning by two points Italy wouldn't have yeah. got back in the game there was almost like a slight arrogance because like, they knew they were way better and they knew they weren't going to get caught. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So,
1: um, I suppose
0: the big thing for this weekend is that Gary Ringrose was called into the squad to replace uh, Robbie, Henshaw, Robbie Henshaw. So, yeah. his Leinster teammate... It would be interesting to see which way Leinster line up in the centres because... Ireland. Or, sorry, <coughs> Ireland. Yeah. My apologies. Um, you have, basically, Bundy Ackay, who's been very solid at 12. Chris Farrell might come in at 13. Or he might come in at 12 and then try Ringrose at 13. Or it might be Akai and Ringrose Who knows which That's way what they're going thinking. to throw the, throw the combo I'd rather see Ringrose in there Just because I think he's a bit more creative I feel like, defensively, he, he might not be a solid But I feel he adds that bit of spark and magic to yeah. a team Do you want to tell the story about when you once saw him? Um, yeah, so when... I'd say maybe about three or four years ago were playing UCD in the AIL Cup Final and Chris was actually... He was on the bench for Klontarf. And we went to see the game, me and the folks. So we went to see the game. And Klontarf won, I think, by about five or six points. But all I had to ask Chris at the end of the game, I go... Who was the second centre for UCD? And Chris goes, oh, that's Gary Ring. I go, he's absolutely incredible. And Chris just said to me, he's an absolute shoe-in to be an Ireland international. Like he was taking the kicks. he was Everything was ran through him. And it was just one of those moments in your life where when you watch something... You know you're seeing something special, and there's always that sort of talk: who's going to replace Brian O'Driscoll? And I feel like he has the potential to actually fill into those shoes. And I'm not going to say he'd be as good as Brian O'Driscoll, but put it this way: I think he's good enough that people can actually make the comparison.
1: Yeah. What was it? what was like the one thing that like you actually saw, or was it a couple of things? What? Like, it was just every time he got
0: the ball, it looked like something was going to happen, and he like broke a few lines, and he didn't miss any tackles, and he. You know when you're just watching something and you just like, that's a special person on the pitch. That was just a special person on the pitch. It's it's not so much one or two incidents that he did. It was just... You could just tell he was of a higher class. Yeah. And so, sometimes it's just it just stands out. It's a bit like when Messi's on the pitch. He doesn't necessarily have a spectacular game, but just... You see the way he dribbles the ball and it's just... You know there's something special with yeah. that. He was probably just creating more space than everyone else. Yeah, it was a step ahead yeah it was a step Step ahead ahead. and he looked like he was like that much quicker he looked he could kick he could run he could tackle the pass he just total package and it's great to see him back at the Ireland setup because he had a bit of an injury last year and he's coming back into it so I think it's going to be great to see him and I I sort of hope he starts at uh, 13 because I feel he's probably the best natural 13 that we have available well, with Bundy uh twelve. I think so. I just think Bundy's doing so well. Yeah. So like, Since I came don't in. See, Yeah, I don't want to see him not in the squad.
1: Yeah.
0: And I think the only problem is is that with the sub, you sort of have a sub scrum half, a sub out half, and then it just gets a bit awkward on you know, put in a sub centre if they don't can't play the wing or the fullback, you're sort of narrowing your options. That's why I think someone like Keith Earl's just to have on the pitch Is an excellent player To have on the pitch Because he can fill in Full back wing or centre
1: He made a great recovery tackle Near the end yeah. uh, then, oh. When Italy were through Ran across the whole pitch And then they like, took a, I don't even know Who the Italian guy was But took him down anyway So someone uh, I think it was Donnico Callahan
0: Pointed that out And just said That he was like like That was my moment Of the match for me He was yeah. like you're up, you're up by 40 points In the game yeah. But yet you still come back And make that tackle to Stop try happening yeah. And he was like That's like a winner mentality Yeah winning uh, mentality yeah. And I was like Keith Earlds He's like an unsung hero for Ireland really he like puts in such good effort he scores so many tries for us but no one ever goes Keith is brilliant great. yeah, yeah. Never, he, he, he wouldn't be one of the number one no is, like, he, he, he you know he could be number 13 name on the team sheet that if you were like
1: guaranteed to start he, you probably wouldn't even be first name you might not pick him in your first yeah. 15 yeah but, but like his main thing would be like trying hard rather yeah. than being like flashy hands quick hands or anything really.
0: yeah no he's just He's an all round very good player. Yeah. I don't I think it's because he doesn't have an attribute, like he's not lightning fast. He's not as he's you said, he's like he's not that big. He's not there's nothing like you don't look at him and think there's something special about him, but you know you're getting 110% out of him every yeah. single time. Yeah, he's
1: a grafter. Yeah. Um what about the way Wales lost to England in the last match? Um now they're come to they come to the viva. Um I don't, like they were actually very they, unfortunate because in that game they actually scored a try, and the video ref didn't give it, even though the Welsh player put his hand on the ball first. Yeah, so Well, they put it this way, right? England are after beating them. Mm. So Wales are ba- basically know that they have no chance, they can't win the Triple Crown, can't no. win the Grand Slam. No. And it's very highly unlikely that they'll win the, uh, the, 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 the six actual nations. Six itself. nations. Yeah.
0: They're basically going to have to beat Ireland, then hope Ireland beat England. Like, there's, yeah. a, there's a lot of sort of... Hoping for yeah, them, yeah, it's to totally get it. yeah, it's, yeah, it's out of their hands. Yeah, really. It's totally
1: out of their hands. Do you think them knowing that they have to come to to the Aviva and win just to ruin it on Ireland is enough? Like, is well, enough to make them actually like put it all out there? You know, I feel like
0: Warren Gatland like really doesn't like Ireland. He's always had this like thing against Ireland, and I feel that Wales are going to going to want to win anyway. They want the world ranking points for beating Ireland as well. Yeah. On top of that, and I don't think I think the Six Nations is now so competitive that just because you might not be able to win the tournament doesn't mean you're not going to show up for the game so i yeah. think it's going to be a very competitive game and like these are two of the best teams in the six nations you know what i mean it's well and there's england. not a lot between them you know what I mean? yeah well obviously england as well but as in like england wales and ireland i think are the top three teams yeah. in the tournament they've been the top three teams in the tournament for the last few years maybe bar scotland last year who were a bit exceptional but yeah. they don't seem to be good this year and i just look they at be, those they France though that, that is true well, that is yeah, true yeah. but France I don't think have finished inside the top 3 in the last 4 or 5 years so like France it's almost almost <laughs> like, it be Ireland <laughs> I know yeah I know yeah but I think, it's, I think it's France are almost like they're very good on the pitch but the results aren't going their way yeah. if that makes yeah, sense yeah. and it's one of those things where beating France looks sexier on paper than it actually is yeah, in doing if that makes yeah. sense yeah so yeah. It's, it's, it's okay like,
1: yeah, yeah but we also went there and beat them which yeah. is like quite impressive tough, for us tough, so yeah. it's tough to do so um yeah because also they, they knew that Like they went in fresh as well They didn't go in yeah. with a loss It was, the first, it was the first game yeah, and yeah.
0: they, they were, Everyone was trying to win it And in fairness Ireland would win the entire game Until we weren't As yeah. well So like They ran the pitch And scored a try yeah. so, so it was It was One moment That put them back in the game Yeah. So Look I expect Ireland to win so I think it would be yeah. tight Like uh, Probably by Under 7 points And Realistically It could be similar enough To the French game That will be very tight For the entire game I think yeah. getting I think getting the scoreboard taken over early is like a must for Ireland. I think that's what they need to do. They need to get points on the board early. Um look, yeah, I think we have the best half back combination in the world between Murray and Sexton. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully Furlong's fifth of the game just uh, injury day over him, but like I feel like that front row whether it's McGrath or Healy and then like Bess and Furlong that front row I think is yeah. the best front row in the Six Nations yeah.
1: by the way Keane Healy looks like totally rejuvenated Like looks yeah. like a brand new th- player th- this, this is the best I think yeah. I've ever seen him play do, as you, think, do you think not making the line squad is just uh, made him just solely focus on Getting back to getting between, back to I, I think, best. I, I
0: think between that and going for a swim on Christmas Day with me and like seeing me with my top off really made him
1: reevaluate his. But <laughs> <laughs> well, realize, like thank God, he doesn't grow chest hair anymore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but man, me- you you were like after
0: serious message, you were like, I can't believe he said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, and then uh, you've you bigger legs. Yeah, yeah. No, but... Um, <laughs> no, in fairness, Keane, this is the best he's been playing in a very long time. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I'm just... Yeah. I'm actually delighted for him because he's a lovely yeah. fella as well. Man, I was and actually, so, like, I sort of thought he was probably, like... Coming towards the end of his yeah, career. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Was like, and he was almost on a downturn. Yeah. But he seems to be... His, like, he seems to always have problems with his ankles. And yeah. His ankles seem to be better. And he's to be a bit more mobile on the pitch. He seems to be... Like, he's the way I looked at it is like I've had like Jack McGrath took his position and now I feel like it's a contest again Yeah, that's the way I look at that's it the
1: yeah because he, he, I think how many times he's been rucking it over yeah, you know I, mean? I, know, yeah. so I just thought it would catch up in time you yeah. know and he's, he's, I think he's 31 now so he's he's looking good but
0: I think he's also happy to like come on in the 50th minute and do the damage he's like, a very yeah, good player yeah. to come on and like vice versa if Jack McGrath comes on in the 50th minute you know what I mean like they
1: Two world class international yeah. Well, props. Yeah, but that's the thing now, in Ruby. It's more tactical substitutions, yeah. like as in, like right, you just run around mm. for the first fifty minutes, and then we make a sub for the next. Uh, yeah, I, I think 30. it's so good that
0: it's now like a like for like, as in, yeah, yeah, as well, in you're yeah, bringing yeah. on a fresh prop who's like yeah. world class
1: into the 50 or 60 a minute. Yeah, I feel um, like I feel like Ireland have that in nearly every position. Yeah, but once you take away that that sub, like there's yeah, there's like, a bit uh, of a gap. Yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, did, well the certain position that you're never going to re- oh, well like, like experience sex, as well. Yeah, but like if Sexton's not playing like totally different outfit. Um if Furlong comes off like Toy Head Proppers, Murray comes off. Like Lou McGrath's brilliant but like Murray's different, a different gravy, I mean yeah, yeah, yeah. so there are certain positions but like there's a lot of positions where like wings I feel like we have four or five very good wingers, same with full back um, I think our second rows we have three or four very good second rows and then back rows I think we're very blessed we have about seven or eight lads uh, also very unfortunate that Josh Vanderfleer injured himself because yeah. he was playing very very yeah. well yeah. so uh, I hope he recovers soon and I saw him on the rugby club on TV3 or the clubhouse or whatever they call it and he had a massive knee brace on
1: but he seemed in good spirits. so that was good to see he's a good career ahead of him Yeah, yeah. yeah. as long as he recovers well Yeah. Uh, that game's actually on in the Aviva at quarter past two and also, the Irish under-20s team are playing in Donnybrook at 7.15 on Friday. Oh, yeah. sorry, not Donnybrook. Please. Do you know? Oh, yes. Oh, no, sorry. Leinster are playing that night as well, but... Oh.
0: It'll be Donnybrook then, wouldn't it? Yeah, it be yeah okay, so yeah. Donnybrook, yeah. Donnybrook. That is yeah. Well,
1: yeah. Yeah, and then also the women are playing on Sunday at 3 o'clock. And I think that's Donnybrook as well. Yeah, I'd say so. they both, the, the under-20s and the women's game, always tend to be Donnybrook. Yeah. And, don't, and make sure to check The en- energised page Once Ireland win Yeah It'll be lit Yeah it will be Very lit Very energised yeah. yeah so like Joe would be even better Than an Ireland win Going to see them train
0: After they <laughs> win After the
1: win Yeah like so That'll be on Tuesday So uh, make sure to enter That competition Yeah So I think it's now Time for
0: The Combat Sports Countdown
1: very combat.
0: Very combat. Okay. Um so we're gonna start off with the McGregor Minute.
1: It's yeah. got its own segment. The McGregor Minute. Okay. Which is always gonna run longer than a minute. Yeah. Uh, we always kick it off with Conor McGregor because he's the face of the fight game, if yeah. you haven't noticed. But uh He's on the EF, EA Sports UFC 3 game and everything, this fella. He's on all everything. the belts. He's on, uh, he's on everything. But uh McGregor Conor McGregor put a post out yesterday saying that basically saying Floyd congratulations on your retirement so like, yeah. I think we we're, we can all call it a day on the potential of Conor McGregor fighting Floyd Mayweather again yeah. uh, I never really thought it was going to happen then no. all of a sudden it, it, it was, was sort of something was happening something yeah. was bubbling and now all of a sudden it, the door is shut there was a sit
0: down definitely at some stage that yeah. made people be like it might happen and the people in the know were saying this might be happening like Joe Rogan and Errol Wani were like there are some sort of talks yeah. happening they didn't. weren't too sure. Uh, and then the other fight rumour was, like, Floyd Mayweather versus CM Punk as well. Yeah. Like, I'd actually be, like, sort of interested... Like, it'd be far as good for the sport, and it wouldn't be actually very good for the sport, but I would actually be
1: interested just to see it happen for the sake yeah. of seeing it happen. This is sort of like... Remember on MTV years ago, a celebrity debt match. Yeah. Yeah. Even John Kavanagh came out in an interview on the MacLive saying that he said he would do an Irish jig in the nip in, in town if... This Floyd Mayweather was gonna do a UFC fight against Conor, and then he was like, he said that he he might he thinks he might have to st- st- learn how to do a dance because this could happen. But I think it's totally finished right now. And then yeah, which is good for the like the actual fans being like, here look, this is this isn't turning into like, I mean like what's next like Brad Brad Pitt fighting George Clooney? Yeah yeah <laughs> yeah yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's just
0: like it it, it it seems that they're really struggling for pay per views at the moment, and they're just. Whoever people pay to see money on TV, they're willing to let get in there yeah. And fight.
1: Yeah, but yeah, but if you even look at the two big YouTubers, uh, Joe Weller Joe Wenner and KSI had a fight live on YouTube and had over fifteen million views. Yeah, yeah. So, so like, yeah, you, and then you don't even know what's gonna happen next. But no. I mean, uh it seems it
0: seems very bizarre and loose. And then he put out another post saying like it was like what have you done for me lately, basically. Yeah. He, was ba- he was basically saying... The so what
1: are, What have you done for me lately business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so
0: yeah. it's more so... It's basically him saying to UFC, you know, the past doesn't really matter. It's what are you going to do for me now, basically, to make it worth my while to get back into the cage. Okay, so we can
1: basically chop off Conor, McGre- uh, Conor oh. McGregor and Floyd Mayweather. Yeah. So let's go over the options, really. Yeah, so... Because this option- is what people want to know. The options seem to be...
0: I well, think there's three options on the table, and most people only think there's two. So the obvious option was Nate Diaz showed up at UFC in Texas with a massive joint. Yeah, massive possibly joint. the biggest joint they've ever seen. Absolute cone. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and that's the obvious fight to start off with. Yeah. Conor McGregor and Nate Diaz, three. The two McGregor-Diaz pay-per-views are two of the five biggest in history. You could argue they're top two, top three, whatever. The numbers are out there. They're definitely both in the top five. Best pay-per-views. Yeah. Of all time Okay The other fight Is the winner of Khabib Versus Ferguson And the unification Of the title bouts They can say whatever They want about the titles It doesn't matter Who has them Or whatever When those two The winner of that fight Fights McGregor That's who the undisputed Lightweight champion is Yeah But the third option I think is a bit interesting And it's one that Not a lot of people Are talking about If UFC Strip Conor McGregor Of his title the biggest name outside of Nate Diaz, who also doesn't have a title, is George St-Pierre. And you could do Conor McGregor versus George St-Pierre on pay-per-view, and there doesn't need to be a belt involved. Yeah. So, it could be the first time that you have two people who
1: have one belt, have one
0: belt in both weight classes and never lost them mm-hmm. fight against each other. I don't know what way you sort of build that, but I, I'm i sure you guys will get know where I'm going.
1: Yeah.
0: I don't think that's a very good fight on paper for McGregor. I think style-wise, it's a dreadful fight for him. But if he's looking for the biggest payday, George St. Pierre or Conor McGregor sells a lot of pay-per-views. And I feel like Conor McGregor is so good at convincing people that he's going to beat someone.
1: That people will be, come around to the George St. Pierre fight and be like, I'm going to beat him. Do you know what the cool thing about that fight would be as well? That it'll bring like the old school MMA fans, yeah, and the new school, and bang them right, right together, and then they'll see, like that's you why know, you'd you'd always be like, oh, imagine Muhammad Ali fought Chuck Liddell. Yeah, well, no, yeah. No, 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 that's different, different. Oh Tyson. Yeah, that's why okay. it's like different yeah. generations, yeah. where this is actually like two different generations fighting mm. each other. Yeah. Now the thing is, what makes the most money probably is that fight. Yeah. Then second would be the Nate Diaz fight. Yeah, and then Tony Ferguson or Khabib, it'd probably be Tony uh, Khabib next. Yeah. But and then I think Tony Ferguson just has such little draw. Yeah, there's something about him that you, you look. His fights
0: are always great to watch. His fights are always highly entertaining. Yeah. But you put a microphone in front of his mouth, and it's just absolute garbage. And not like <laughs> not even mildly entertaining garbage. It is absolute dribble. It's as yeah. if he's sort of. Making up as he goes along, mid sentence, and it, like half of it doesn't even make sense. It's just embarrassing, man. It's just—it it actually is. It's ready And the, really. the glass is inside, and just what was you called him? Elkhui, the Boogie Man.
1: Yeah. The thing—the thing is, the best fight to watch would actually be McGregor versus uh, uh, Tony Ferguson. I think. Yeah, like it uh, would be highly entertaining. Yeah, like that would be the for. I don't know. I just think the way the, the two stars be—I'd like to see them two stand up against each other. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. But um, but like the thing is, Conor McGregor's sitting at home right now, and he's like, right. I can't go from making a hundred million to making what a tenth. Oh no! And he's he's going to have to sell it himself, yeah. and he's also like giving this uh, this massive platform to Tony Ferguson as well. You yeah. know what I mean? He's like, right, if I take you on, right. and your gonna your brand is going to grow as well. So Tony, like, that's why that's why Tony Ferguson wants to fight. That's why Khabib wants to fight. They want their brands to grow, but because Conor McGregor's sort of like I have the carrot you know what I mean like I mean
0: what? so also we didn't create McGregor Promotions to be the, in the ring for one fight and that's it yeah. you know what I mean Yeah. McGregor Promotions is going to have to become some sort of partner in the UFC
1: oh, so,
0: yes. yeah yeah but I feel like the best the best thing the UFC and Conor McGregor could actually do is if they actually went like, UFC McGregor Promotions and McGregor Promotions became a sponsor of the UFC and then they used McGregor as a name to help promote the UFC promote the other fighters because at the end of the day, what's Conor McGregor going to do when he stops fighting? It would be an absolute shambles if the UFC didn't keep him somewhat still involved. Oh, it has to be, yeah. They They should almost give him that cut. And, you know what I mean? What if Conor McGregor decided that he would do the, not the commentary, but like he was like in the booth for the UFC pay-per-views? Something. You know what I mean? Yeah, but what if he was like, see where Bisbing is, if he was up there and they asked his opinion on the fighters... You know what I mean, because he's like very. The way he sees the way their movement goes yeah. is quite intellectual and it's a lot different to the way other people see it. They'd have to pay him a bomb. I remember I was watching him there recently and he was, was showing the way someone was fighting and he was saying, he goes, you have to punch, punch, punch and then stay in that position. I suppose you like take two steps back and then like move around for a few minutes. Like That's just wasted energy. You need to stay in the pocket sort of thing and keep moving. And just, the way he. Obviously, I'm not going to explain it very well, but the way he explained it made so much more sense. And it's just, the way he views the game is so different to everyone else. And I feel like he people need to get guidance from him, find yeah. out where they're going. Yeah. And UFC just need to open up the purse strings and give him what he wants. Because he, he, it's one of those things where the more you give him, the more you'll get back from and the more your band will go, grow. Yeah. Yeah. And if you want to recoup 4.2 billion, one man to get in under your belt is Conor McGregor. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't think anyone else in the world will probably sell more tickets than No, Like he's, he was the most Googled sports star in, in the US in 2017. More so than Ron James, whose contract's running out with the Cleveland Cavaliers. More so than Tom Brady, who just played in the Super Bowl. Twice. I mean, yeah, twice. More so than Steph Curry, who's one of the best basketball players. Or Kyrie Irving, who got traded to the Celtics. Floyd Mayweather wasn't even in the top five. And you're sitting there with this guy, and all you have to do is go meet him at the table
1: find out what he wants and meet somewhere in the middle to make it work for both parties. I, I think, I think what you said about the George St-Pierre thing makes most sense because he... You don't need a title then either. Yeah, I, I think, like, no, first of all, there's no rush, right? The only ru- it, it, rush... Rush St-Pierre. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's, no, there's no rush for him to come back because, like, I mean, he still has a, he's, like, he was over in Amsterdam there smoking a few joints. He yeah. was there just hanging out. to ha- Like, he has a kid that mm. he's like, he becoming an Although he cares out.
0: to be in the gym as well though, yeah, on top true. of that.
1: Yeah, true. Yeah. But what's the rush for him to come down? Like, he knows Tony Ferguson could be want to fight so badly that yeah. he's just like, I'm not gonna give it to
0: you. Yeah, you know what he's I mean? he's um he's playing a different game to them.
1: Yeah. Because he has the power. And then if you look at Nate Diaz, Nate Diaz is like, come back, come back, come back. Mm. Like, I'm running out of this what one or two million he made from yeah. the last fight. And he's sort of like, Well, you haven't fought either, so you're not really that relevant either. Whereas like he knows that George, He actually respects George, George St. Pierre. He like, knows that George St. Pierre has a bigger brand, can sell tickets as well, and he, he wouldn't mind taking him on to mm. build, like, to, for extra money because he knows George, as much as he can't sell the fight, his name sells it itself. So yeah. he'd probably rather fight George St. Pierre because he'd be like, right, I'm willing to give this guy yeah. some more power. Whereas Tony Ferguson and Khabib will fight each other, and then the winner will probably fight Nate Diaz. Yeah. And Although then, in
0: fairness, to Khabib his brand has actually grown quite well. Like meeting Ronaldo and stuff like that, that that's quite impressive. Yeah, yeah. But I mean,
1: yeah. yeah, but
0: yeah, but in fairness, Khabib has no numbers to back it up. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. No one's ever went like the UFC 219 pay per view was in the top three pay per views last year, but Cyborg was on it, and it was the end of the year show, and like you have no proof because Khabib wasn't wasn't the main event. Whether a lot of people bought yeah. it to see Khabib or they bought it to see Cyborg yeah. or maybe it was a combination of both. But yeah. McGregor has like numbers on his side. Diaz has numbers on his side. Because the the unfortunate thing for, Dia, or the fortunate thing for Diaz is he's never fought in a pay-per-view uh, headliner. Not with Conor McGregor. So yeah. therefore, they can't say, oh, well, you know, you don't draw when he has the proof that he does draw. So, yeah. it's been that. And then George St-Pierre constantly thrown out like between 800,000 and a million pay-per-views. It's, it's like, to me, it's a race between those two who can get the fight done. And I look at George St-Pierre and go, Probably look at Conor McGregor. He's smaller. Much smaller. Big payday. Probably won't get knocked out. Could probably take him down. Like, it looks like a very attractive fight for George St. Pierre on yeah. paper. Like, very large payday. And
1: then... And Conor McGregor's last fight in the UFC yeah. was not welterweight as well, wasn't it?
0: Yeah. Um. So... Just no, sorry. Much- his last fight was... uh, Eddie, Eddie Alvarez. That was the last fight in the UFC. a lightweight. Oh, it was. Yeah, yeah sorry, sorry. Excuse me. Yeah, he yeah. won the belt. But... Look
1: I think well, well, Two, well, before, right, two well, yeah.
0: before that He yeah, fought yeah, well, yeah. So look oh, Yeah but in fairness McGregor's probably walking around as Big as now He ever has Do you know what I mean yeah. and he's
1: Spending curly that money eat,
0: Yeah he's clearly like Eating a lot yeah. He's doing a bit of training But like he's Probably as heavy as he's ever been That's why
1: I feel sorry For someone like Max Holloway Who has to Be be basically like So skinny Yeah yeah To, to defend points. his featherweight belt Yeah and like He's getting more and more money But he like can't. He can only spend it on salads and steaks, <laughs> you know yeah, so it's gonna be interesting to see. But
0: I'm actually really looking forward to see that um Edgar versus Ortega fight. See you fight Holloway next as well. Yeah. But, but um, I if you, had, sort of, you yeah, but if you had to guess right now, I feel what, least, I feel like they're like doing George Saint Pierre under the table right now. I feel like that's that's where they're going.
1: Uh, any idea where would be the best thing? New York, Canada.
0: No, I think it's gonna be Vegas. I feel, I feel feel like the team mobile arena is just where it's gonna be. Yeah.
1: To, to, Conor McGregor sort of hinting about uh, Fighting
0: in the Aviva like. I, I saw that Aviva or Crow Park I, I saw him say that again But Yeah because he put out a, a, a Video Of him talking about his whiskey again Yeah or Talking about whiskey And then talking about Crow Park So He he, I think he knows what's going on But At the end of the day If there's more money to made in Vegas He'll go and fight in Vegas That's the way he is And it makes sense as well Yeah So I suppose yeah. we should get down into What happened this weekend and what's happening next weekend
1: um i was gonna say it's actually so annoying the way like the main fights in the UFC and bellator are on at like four and five a.m in the morning over here you know what i mean like staying up to watch
0: them is very very hard yeah now we do it on a very consistent basis but i feel like we should maybe start recording them and put them out but it's also like people look to us during the event to see what's going on as well so like it's not always feasible yeah
1: uh well on Friday, uh Bellator won a, a one ninety three was on one ninety four one ninety four and uh Heather Hardy won again like absolutely smashed in the last fight yeah it so, was an
0: absolutely dreadful fight so like you can just yeah. skip by it. I'm not yeah. talking about that yeah
1: and Matt Mitrione defeated Roy Nelson by a majority in the the decision yeah and the, um
0: do you think he definitely won this or a lot he? of people were saying the other way but I think basically what happened was is Mitron was getting the better on the feet. And they sort of were on the feet for the first like three and a half minutes of each round. And then like Nelson was getting takedowns toward the ends of the round. And we he didn't do a hell of a lot of damage. And then the third round I thought was clearly Nelson, but I thought rounds one and two were Mitrione. I I feel like just because, you know the way sometimes you get a late takedown and you end up on top of some at the end of the round. People are like, Oh well oh, he, he was one. Yeah. yeah, but I don't think he I I don't think he clearly did. So in my opinion, uh Mitrione did win it and to me that was the toughest fight in the heavyweight Grand Prix. Yeah, that's it's weird to think, like, him and Chael Solomon are currently semi-finalists. They're fighting each other, is it? No, no. Uh, Sonnen's going to fight the winner of Mir and Fedor. And Mitron's going to fight the winner of Bader and King Mo. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. So and, then, like, and then, what... Also, oh, So, Roy Nelson was actually saying that if he won and King Mo won, they're, they're actually best mates. Yeah, they? they are, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They were sitting there watching the Chael Sonnen's fight together. Yeah. That'd be weird,
0: wouldn't it? Although, you know what? We'll be good, though. If they do, like, a reverse bracket on the far side, that when all these guys lose, like, that, like, Rampage will fight the loser of Mir Fedor. Yeah. Uh, you yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? Just
1: to yeah. boost her up to other cards, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, but also in case someone has to drop out in, like, the semi final. Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, also, on Sunday, uh, UFC was on in Austin, Texas. Thanks for doing it on Sunday, lads. Really appreciate that. Yeah. Not... Uh, Okay, well well first of all we kick it off with Sage Norco, uh won by Unanimous Decision in the lightweight division. I just uh, want to
0: say he's undefeated ever since I've gotten his glove. Yeah? Yeah.
1: He hasn't been that impressive now. Like, I mean No it it's it's sort of like it's more so looking at his physical body is more impressive than any performance How, puts on. how is he not on
0: something I I, I honestly haven't clear. He must've just been like brought up that way, doing like thousand sit ups a day and yeah. that never stopped. Yeah. And you no, know, but his brother's a freak as well. Yeah, I saw his brother as well. Yeah. Um. But look, he did like a few flashy kicks. Your man got in some advantageous positions. Tivo Gucci or whatever his name is. But he did nothing with them. It was a very lackluster fight. Uh, Faber was in Sage's corner, and that that was sort of basically the way it happened. Like it was almost like a, a big brother, little brother. Of your oil, Faber Sage North, what show that we were watching as yeah. the fight went on, and it wasn't that entertaining, and. As much as I like Super Sage Norco, I'm not over looking forward to seeing him fight again. Yeah. I feel like he's a, he's almost too young. He almost needs to take two years off yeah, he and is, just train. Yeah. Was he 22 now? I think he's still 21. Yeah.
1: I think... Oh, whatever. Yeah, still very young. Yeah. 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 And then we'll just move into the other fight in the lightweight division. James Vick defeating Francesco Trinaldo by unanimous position as well. Um, Vic basically dislocated his uh, finger
0: during the fight. And... Yeah, it wasn't the most impressive performance, but he won. He kept him at range, was long punches, and good win for James Vick. He's now nine and one in the UFC. Um, unfortunately, I was actually sort of hoping Vick would have a good win here because I actually quite like Vick. I think he looks very, very yeah. good. But the fact that he won like a decision that was sort of twenty nine twenty eight, it wasn't very lopsided. That you were sort of like, yeah. oh, he's gonna be the next contender. Yeah,
1: that's, that's that's what I'm watching the fights as well. If it goes on a bit too long, and you're and you're getting a bit bored. you're sort of like. I actually don't want to see him fight someone bigger you know yeah. I mean? it's when if you go in clean them straight out you're like give him someone better you
0: know Yeah. I mean? so I was I was looking at it and then Vic did after his speech he was like oh I want to fight Khabib or Ferguson or someone like that because Kevin Lee and Michael Kessler are like dodging my call outs and I was like hm, you sort of actually need to be one or two of those because like as good as Trinado is he was never going to become UFC champion and that's yeah. sort of the way you have to look at it and the fact that if I look at Ferguson or I look at Khabib like they would smash Ronaldo.
1: Yeah. I can't, I can't wait to see that Ferguson could fight as yeah. well. Yeah. Touch what it works. It goes on. Uh, then in the heavyweight division, Derek Lewis defeated Marcin Deborah. Uh, the Black Beast is back.
0: He's actually just so entertaining, yeah, isn't he? Yeah, 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 There's is yeah. something
1: about Derek Lewis.
0: You're watching fight and he's got like no cardio, and it's just like people take him down and he just It's so weird the way he gets back up. He almost just stands up. With no technique. He just stands up as if you can't stop him doing it. Yeah. And then, he's the one thing about Derek Lewis is that he always has that knockout punch in yeah, him yeah, at yeah, any yeah. stage of the fight. And that's what makes it so entertaining, that. Yeah. So many times has gone to the fourth, fifth, third round with Derek Lewis, and he just pulls out the bag. And that's what he's doing here. Tabora was looking to... I thought Lewis would look good in the first round. Tabora looked better in the second round. And then I was looking at the third round. Boer was sort of... He was basically looking to win the fight on points. And there was a break in the action. And Lewis swung for the fences. And that's all she wrote. Yeah, it was like a bulldozer. Yeah. Yeah. And then he did does his like big celebration finish and then like says he's gonna like bang his missus after the fight. I'm just there going, he's an absolute loose animal. I'll tell you Dana White's like, here look, don't say you're gonna like bang your misses really hard after the fight. Like it's not very good for getting sponsors, but like fair play, you're brilliant. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's just so loose and he, he was like Jimmy Smith was like Oh, you have such belief in your power well done he was like I always do that, you don't know because you're from Bellator and I was like oh, yeah? Thought, yeah, I was like, What is going on with this fella? But
1: it was impressive finish all the same. Uh what's the odds of Derek Lewis now fighting um in Francis and Ganyu? I think I think it has to be it's the fight to make, isn't it? It is a fight to make, yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, I can see them maybe separating them just for their own, but if the, I feel like Ngannou has to fight someone who he's definitely going to beat next time. Like, if he... I could see him maybe Nganu versus Struve if Struve beats Arlovski. If if Tabora had won that, you could have seen Tabora taking on Nganu. Yeah. Definitely. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like they want to have Nganou win. I wouldn't mind if they separate them for one more fight and then put them fight each other. And the winner gets the title shot. But I feel like Miocic... If Miocic wins another fight and Gani wins another fight I don't want to see Ngannou and Miocic again You
1: know what oh, I, mean? I, feel yeah. like so so I feel like Gani needs I feel like needs two more wins before he can get even near that yeah. You see like I, I don't like the way like, you have to wait until 5 and then once it's, once it's like 5am and then you see the fight and if it's real boring you're like oh my god like. No, what I could I could I'd like to
0: see I'd like to see Wolverine versus Lewis and then Ngannou against Struve Struve can be at Arlovsky right. I think that could be entertaining
1: Then uh, in the main event uh Donald Cerrone defeated Yancy Medeiros by TKO in the welterweight division. Uh this was just. Uh, the thing is about I love MMA the way it's just all like there's all like bowing and there's all like it's respect and stuff. Yeah. But then like, sometimes you can take it too far. Now, in the weigh-ins, I thought it was very nice of Medeiros to give Cowboy a Cowboy hat, and then they were sort of like hugging each other, and then in the fight they were like hugging each other, and then. It was just a Look, bit like this. This what happened here was
0: is that Maderos more worried about having Cowboy as a friend after yeah. the fight yeah, than yeah. actually beating him. Yeah, and it was embarrassing. I thought
1: it was just a bit too much. And like
0: you know, what? I really like Yancy Maderos. I was I was like yeah, same after, after seeing him fight Cowboy uh, Brazilian Cowboy. I was like. I was like, this fellow's an absolute gamer. Yeah.
1: Like, well, last week on the show, I actually said that I think he'd win. Then, in, as the the like couple of days before the fight, I watched the countdown. Uh, I saw that like cowboy was like, here, look, I'm taking this so seriously. So I was like, right, then cowboy's gonna win. And then
0: yeah, I'll And he just
1: up. did. He was a class
0: wolf, wasn't he? Yeah. And it it wasn't from my my opinion. It wasn't even close. Cowboy got in there, just ate him up with his combos. He really got in there, and it was just. You could see there was levels. As as I say, there's levels to the game, and Cowboy was on a different level this this occasion. Got the knockout in the first round. When he hit Madero's with the combination, he went absolutely like limp and falling all over the place. Yeah. was that sort of like Matt Brown's thought? Was it? Was it? No, well, Matt Brown was like the kick, and he knocked him Is, dead clean was, out. Who Who's? Oh, um, think, to... no, it was Rick Story.
1: The story, yes. Yeah, story. It, was, story, it was. It was. Yeah. It
0: was a bit like Story, except more so. We sort of hit the combo, and then Madero took a few steps back, and then like. It was like, oh, buttocks. And yeah. then collapsed. Chicken dance. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, The chicken leg. And that was it. And then, oh, no, but Darius' first thing was to do was go out and say, like, hello to Cowboy's granny. And I was like, what? he was like, did he, was he? it was like, you could so clearly tell it was his first ever main event because he, he was just, like, happy to be in the main event. Yeah. And I don't think he actually put on his best show and, you respect the Cowboy too much.
1: Yeah,
0: He didn't fight the way he normally fights. He normally could get sort of like in their grill and like is relentless. And Cowboy's counter shots yeah. were just too good for him. Yeah.
1: He was coming off uh, one of the fight of the year as contenders.
0: Yeah. And you know what? This fight like on the odds makers was the pick and fight going into it. And for me, Cowboy surrounding was far more skilled.
1: Because
0: yeah. he lost Darren Hill, people were like, oh, maybe he's finished. Absolutely not. Like who did he lose for that? Robbie Lawler. Yeah, but you know it, does I
1: mean? co- it does. come down to like what, what sort of cowboy is fighting, you know? Yeah,
0: well, I, I just felt like cowboy in Texas is gonna come out and put on a good performance. Yeah, yeah. So is it? Yeah, but the only thing is, I don't actually know where cowboy goes next because I'd rather see him move down to lightweight and fight someone at lightweight. Yeah. So it'd be interesting to see who he'll fight. Maybe cowboy versus Kevin Lee wouldn't be a bad fight. I think it would be interesting to yeah, see yeah. that, just because two big personalities and a Phil. Whoever wins would definitely move forward in Maybe the Maybe right Cowboy way. versus Vic. I, I, I sort of do like that, but I also like both those guys, though, like, I don't actually want to see them fight each other. Although I do like Kevin Lee as well, but I feel... I know if those two were going to fight each other, there'd be a bit of trash talking, and i know which one I'd want to win when the fight came around.
1: Then, okay, well, put it this way. What sort of... What would you overall give a rating on that event? I think it was, like, 7 out of 10, which is higher than most right events I give just
0: due to the fact that there was a lot of finishes uh, throughout the card and also it was just you know what for the first time in a long time UFC put a lot of Texas people fighting in Texas good job UFC they put on a good show for a good
1: crowd and name recognition yeah and name recognition uh, it's always way better if you actually like know at least one of the fighters yeah exactly uh, okay so
0: we have more UFC fights coming up this yeah. weekend,
1: there's UC on this weekend. Hold on, oh, it's actually and on a Saturday, it's, it's in Orlando, yeah. UC fight night in Florida. Um, okay, we're just gonna go into the main card and then we can look back in the welterweight division. Mike Perry's taking on Max Griffin, and uh, my Perry's coming off a loss against Possebino. Um, what'd you expect here?
0: I was actually, the Perry was on the MMA, and, he, and it actually just looked uncomfortable because he's a bit stupid, like let's yeah, be honest. Yeah, he is, yeah. And uh, but I just expect uh. Perry to win here. I feel like Matt Griffin and him are going to play rock and robots, and anyone who plays rock and robots with Mike Perry, I feel yeah. like Mike Perry is going to get the better of. Yeah,
1: that's always like that's a, like an ideal fight, fighter to have kicking off a main card as Yeah well. uh, then, And they, they just keep on going, let's win,
0: fire the night. And that, that just means that the two of them are going to stand there and like punch the head off each other.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, Then in the Lloyd Heavyweight Division, o- OSP, Open St. Peru is taking on e- uh, Eler Latifi. Um, Over St. Peru I'm pretty sure His last fight we saw In the garden When he got yeah. Absolutely head kicked no, Oh no he won He head kicking no, He did he won the, won the head he kicking yeah. he and, the kick and then Latifi I think is coming off a loss As well isn't
0: it? Yeah uh, for me I think I'm just going to go for OSP I yeah. think he's looking Very dangerous these days I think he's possibly The best athlete In the uh, mm-hmm. Light heavyweight division uh, I don't think Skill wise he's the best But in terms of Physical specimen and Athlete Athletic ability He's of the best In the division And I feel like I'll give him that I feel like he's going to win. I feel, you know, I wouldn't be surprised to see a head kick again. So, I'm going to go over in St. Pru.
1: Yeah. Um, then, in the women's strawweight, Jessica Andrade is taking on Tisha Torres. Uh, Ross, you think that the winner of this is going to get the title shot next?
0: Yeah, it's going to fight the winner of Ioana Jacek and Rosnami Yunus. Um, this fight is actually going to be very interesting because Jessica Andrade is massive at strawweight coming off a win against Claudia Gadel. yeah and she, she like battered her in that, yeah. in that final final My, like,
1: the Mike Tyson of the women's strawweight division yeah
0: and then Tisha Torres is like she's called tiny and she's tiny and she's a tornado, small it? tiny tornado Sorry. maybe yeah okay. I think so she goes out with Raquel Pennington yeah. and she's like very small but very good wrestler Coming so, off a win against uh the Karate Hottie,
1: yeah. Okay, yeah.
0: so I think personally, I think Andrade. I is gonna remember be s- that. Yeah, very impressed. Very. Yeah. Did you do some research,
1: man? No, it just came to me.
0: All right. I, I, I personally, I think Andrade is going to be too big, and she's going to get the job. I don't think Torres is going to like know what hit her when Andrade hits her.
1: Yeah, but Torres, Tisha Torres is quite stocky as well, but again, yeah, yeah but she's but not like, the
0: most Yeah, division. like Andrade is like looks like she's fighting two way above. but she did before. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. I think Oh yeah And Andrade If things don't work out For her in her next Strawweight title fight I would not be as surprised To see her move up To move flyweight up, yeah.
1: yeah Move up to
0: flyweight Yeah uh, Strawweight yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, no one fifteen.
0: 15 Nicola Montana No one knows who she know. is okay, yeah. Yeah. No I thought uh, So go up against
1: like uh, Valentina Valentina but, but like If she doesn't win the title On her next run That'd be Two <laughs> failed title shots true, So like true. What else are you going to do Do you ever see Valentina Doing her dancing oh, Yeah i a bit like I'll stop that or something yeah I know yeah, but she's yeah, so she like she loves it like yeah but she was an animal in there yeah, the bullet yeah. like yeah the bullet yeah, yeah. yeah. Her, her fella must be like <laughs> afraid anyway. yeah but moving on so to the main event of the evening, evening. I, I, you know what I wasn't even looking forward to yeah, doing the night the bruised role for, for, for Uh okay in the featherweight division Josh Emmett is taking on Jeremy Stevens. Um, this isn't. I don't think this is the UFC's like most favorite headlining headliner. But uh, no, Ross, what you make about this in the featherweight division? This could be a bit of a rockers, rocking <clears throat> sockum as well. Um, look, these are two of the hardest
0: hitters in the featherweight division. Josh Emmett's coming off the biggest win of his career, knocked out Ricardo Lamas, and like absolutely like lamb us. Oh, that was great! But he missed weight by three pounds, so. Uh, there's there's always that like asterisk about it especially when you see the size of Josh Hammett as well like he's an absolute yeah, folk of a featherweight yeah weight. his big back yeah he's, he's very large upper body like yeah. massive traps on him and he's fighting Jeremy Stevens, who like absolutely loves a bit of a stand up knocked war. out
1: the uh, Korean superboy
0: a Korean oh yeah he did yeah and he also knocked out already Aim for so the, like who the fuck is that guy yeah yeah, yeah. so he's, he hits hard and um, it's going to be an interesting fight but I just feel like Josh Emmett is probably going to get the win here. I feel he, I don't think he's that young, but I feel like he's younger in his career. Trains out of the team alpha male. He's going to be going in with killers like Garbrandt, Chad Mendes, all day, every day. And I feel that he's just going to be the hungrier of the two going into this one. So it's a battle of the chains. Yeah, and I just feel like, That's I, feel like Emma, I feel like Emma hits harder. Yeah, I feel like Stevens' chin is like wilting as time goes on, but his beard's getting bigger. <laughs> yeah, I just, I just terrible headliner. Anyway, uh, like Jeremy Stevens is great to watch, and I'm very happy see him five five rounds. But I'm more, I'd be more interested to see like Jeremy Stevens fight Jair Rodriguez for five rounds. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? It's just something about, there's nothing sexy about Josh Emma, despite nah. the fact he won knockout last time. Um, but like no one cares about Ricardo Lamas either You know what I mean It just is what it is Isn't it
1: Yeah 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 Uh, Who am I to go for mm. I'll just go I'll go Josh Emmett as well Just cause like Jeremy Stevens annoyed me So much last time Being like Hopefully all new Korean people Follow me and like me It's like What After a beat yeah, yeah, oh, boy. That's just that sort of That's sort of begging like It's sort of like Tyrone Woodley uh, is there any other fighters On the card That people should look out for
0: Well like Henan Bray was fighting On the card uh, On the prelims Former UFC by champion He's fighting Brian Keller Who's a New Yorker That'd be an interesting one uh, Sarah McMahon Olympic silver medalist uh, trying out Team Alfamil Fighting Marion Renaud um, That should be a good fight Angela Hill's fighting That's, She used to be Very good at Strawweight and Invicta and then Ben Saunders and Alan Joban are fighting. And they're actually both Eddie Bravo, 10 pallets jujitsu guys. So that should be also interesting. It's actually quite an interesting fight. The cards just not very good name recognition. And also Sam Alvey's making his light heavyweight debut. So smiling Sam Alvey yeah. was also fighting. So there'll be plenty of fighters you recognise. Maybe not so many you care about. Yeah,
1: That's uh, what I would like to say. Yeah, you, you have, there's something to say about Invicta as well, remember? Well, because you mentioned Invicta. Oh, yeah. So Elias Teodoro who's got the best hair in MMA,
0: is now becoming a ring boy for Invicta Fighting Championships, which is like the female feeder for UFC. So what's a ring boy? It's like the male version of a ring girl. So he's going to go around and hold the signs and he's getting his hair insured for a million dollars. He's going to cut it all off eventually to raise a million dollars. He's now become the male version of Barbies. It's like Ken with a tied up hair. I don't know. Elias Theodore who just came on the MMA air today and it was like he's absolutely killing the game he's coming out of a street fighter film as well I was just very impressed by someone who was doing so well for himself outside the cage and a lot of fighters alright they might not be as good looking or have as good hair as him but they can learn from what he's doing and pick up pick up themselves
1: uh, uh, what are all the meninists saying about this oh yeah so basically exploiting men for their their looks their, their looks yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm sure there'll be uproar
0: no in fairness it's an, equality, <laughs> it's an equality thing And you know what I think
1: it's quite funny So like I'm sort of all for it Yeah well, I think uh, I said this ages age ago about Imagine a man walking around Yeah And it was just like What It, it just it doesn't seem to be a thing yeah. but, Unless there was like A NASCAR for well, I just want to
0: see If he does a good enough job with the UFC getting to do it
1: Who knows Yeah right? I mean like Dana White said There was never going to be a girl uh yeah, fighter. Fighter, yeah, yeah but the way I look at it Is that like A lot of women go to UFC events as well So like yeah. Maybe why not have them there yeah, uh, is there anything else you want to say about the MMA world before we move on? No, I
0: think that sort of uh, sums it up. Um, I don't think the next Bellator Heavyweight Grand Prix thing is for a while, so uh, we'll bring that back up when it comes. And yeah. we'll keep you updated. That's it, I think.
1: Yeah, so we're thanks a million for staying tuned. We're just going to move into the world of football for the next 20 minutes, I'd say. Football crazy, football mad, grab your headphones and listen to the Energised Lads. So, how much do you love that? No, fair play to you, man. You said you were going to make it, and you did. Um. Okay, in the football segment, we're going to just go over the Paul Pogba situation. We're also going to discuss the Champions League and FA Cup situations as well, because that's what's after happening, and that's how we're going to go through it. Uh, Last week, we actually had a bit of a conversation about Paul Pogba saying how he wasn't really playing that well, and then he suppose he supposedly had a spat with Mourinho, and then Mourinho said he was going to start on Saturday, and then he was actually out of the squad, quote unquote sick. But what do you make of the situation, Ross? For me, first
0: thing that I'd like to just like say I don't believe at all is that Paul Pogga is unhappy at Manchester United because we all saw the Jesse Lingard, Manchester United take over. And all those players are running around dancing, dabbing, having the one of the best cracks I've ever seen in my entire yeah. life. So yeah. for to go from that in the span of two weeks To like Being ho- unhappy And not happy Or whatever I don't believe That to be true Whatsoever
1: And Do you know what? I don't think he's that much Of a little quote unquote Bitch yeah, you know? yeah. To be yeah. like Oh I'm leaving yeah, yeah, You know what I mean I don't I think see he, it happening I think he's a bit more Of a winner than that Yeah I, th-
0: I think Maybe he gets annoyed That the performances Are being put in And that they're losing Because he's a competitor And he wants to win Yeah, And maybe He gets annoyed At certain things And Marino gets annoyed At certain things And they get like Annoyed at each other But because they care Yeah And it's a competitive thing But I think they're both Man enough to realise that They need each other to succeed And Paul Pogba Like clearly loves Man United He didn't come back to Man United Just for the big money Because Real Madrid Or someone else Would have paid the big money as well So he clearly decided to come back Because he loves the club He wants to be successful With the club And at the end of the day Right We're not going to win the league This year at Manchester United But They're very much Contenders for the FA Cup Especially considering Man City are knocked over now And they're still in the Champions League So I don't think there's this disarray in the change room that's supposed to be. And Mourinho like slated the French media for s- saying that there was.
1: The thing is, like, Pablo was playing better earlier on in the season. Okay, I know he's only scored three goals now, but then he got injured, came back, hasn't really got stuck in. But do you, do you ever sort of notice that he's still young and quote unquote immature, right? So he sort of like runs after the ball because he wants it. Because realistically, yeah. every team he played with growing up, like he was the main man. Yeah, you know I mean, and obviously rightly so. But now he's just sort of like, give me the ball. I want it. Oh, like you, you can see he's sort of annoyed that he's not making things happen. So therefore, he wants to get the ball and make it happen, and he's also the the marquee name in the club as well. Yeah. And I don't think Mourinho like has Mourinho really dealt with someone with that much of a, like, pull as in like I know he's managed Ibrahimovic, uh, Ronaldo, Drogba, Ronaldo actually, yeah? um, but like. Oh, now we have to change what I said no I thought it was going to be like that's why he's sort of like this global superstar yeah. I know Ronaldo was but I think like if you had to judge oh, the, the hype buy, of I, social media and this
0: there and then it's t- d- t- a totally different scale I think with Ronaldo we still sort of looked up to Mourinho and saw him as like this like fantastic manager as opposed to Mourinho sort of came to Man United and I feel like as much as Real Madrid are super when Mourinho went there they almost became like a force together as opposed to but man United you know, because it hasn't really worked for him yet. I feel that it's almost like they're a team of individual, like they're, they're a group of individual superstars with a superstar manager, and it's not really working. So there's a bit of like, I think there's going to be just tension there because they clearly all look around the dressing room and at the manager going, "How are we not just beating everyone?" Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. And I think people looked like people like Lingard and Lukaku. They looked to Pogba to be like, "Oh, what story?" And then if Pogba doesn't have an immediate answer for them, they probably... And then Mourinho doesn't have an immediate answer to the problem also. It probably, like, builds frustration amongst the squad. Yeah. And I guarantee you Paul Pogba's frustrated. Do you think he's happy that Manchester United are, like, 16 points behind Man City in the league? And, like, yeah, they're in the Champions League, the FA Cup, whatever, and they're out of the League Cup. Like, they're 100%. He's 100% frustrated, and he has every right to be. But the only way to fix that problem is to work together and not... Let it crumble around it, And I don't think it is Going to crumble around
1: it. No I don't I don't believe I don't Like I just don't See that happening Because like Marino's like Major signing When he he joined Was Pogba Yeah And look at what they Won together so far Yeah Uh, And I Like unless Unless you go to like Real or Barcelona Or Man City You're not going to be Really looked at As one of the Like major players Really I don't think Well like you're going To have to win stuff Like realistically Liverpool and never Win in the Premier League Yeah And this year Next year the year after that, because their players are probably going to get taken. Same with Spurs. Yeah,
0: like Salah, Salah's. If you take Salah out of that Liverpool team, like Firmino Mane doesn't. You, you don't go, oh wow. You yeah. know what I mean? And then you take. Like City or without a doubt the best. Yeah, team and If you take Harry Kane out of Spurs, you're just like. Lorente. Yeah, there's, there's no wow. <laughs> you know what I mean? I suppose it. All right, you take Pogba out and you put Manichin and you still have Sanchez, you still have Lukaku. You know what I mean, there's still a. Like, a Bit of something there, you know. I'll have about three or four superstars, uh,
1: yeah. I, I, as to, I, I also think if Popo went to Barcelona, he'd do great there, yeah. I think Barcelona would be the perfect team for yeah. Paul Pocket to yeah. play in because I feel like
0: they want him to get on the ball a lot and they want him to do a slick pass and they sort of give him that free roam. I feel like you know, need to you know, problem is they still don't know their best formation, also. And I think they're going to start going for 4 3 3. I think they're going to bring in a like, Michael Carrick replacement in the summer, it'll be Matich. Whoever else on Pogba, and then they will play three up top: yeah. Sanchez, Lukaku, and whoever it is—Lingard, Martial, Rashford, whichever, whichever the other person is yeah. to fill in. There's a lot of games. Yeah, a lot of game time. So. Yeah, uh, I think also we've been fortunate with the injuries and stuff as well, and that there hasn't been that consistency of this is the starting eleven, and like other people are going to have to break into it, as yeah. opposed to with City they sort of have their starting eleven, or with even with Arsenal and Liverpool and Spurs they sort of know who their best starting eleven is, like. Rashford, Martial, and Lingard, and like even Mata at times are always like interchanging. Yeah. And like now you throw Alexis in the fray, and he has to start, and there's only two positions available for those other four. Yeah. And then Pogba and Malach haven't had a run of like ten games together as a duo, so it's not. Well, they did at the beginning of the season. Yeah. They'll they they have, yeah, the, yeah, they have to go back to know each other. The cohesion isn't there, and United have a quite different team playing. No, to the last season so yeah, yeah. and we've definitely improved if yeah. you have to
1: look at both sides of the coin we've definitely improved um, mm. also the, one of the main things that was the biggest problem for United is experience like, yeah. even going into this Champions League now like uh, Rashford's never played Champions League or, or if he has it's one season um, Martial, same situation Lingard, same be, situation yeah. like I mean there's a lot of pressure on Pope. Lukaku's never played Champions League no you know what I mean uh, and then that, that's basically our starting team I know has won the Champions League and the Europa League twice but he's not even really a proper starter you know what I mean yeah I, yeah you know what I mean I, we're, we're lacking a lot of see the thing is we're in the last 16 now uh, Marino said that he doesn't really count anyone as a contender until they get into the last 8 but like not having that experience is definitely going to work against us you know what I mean imagine mm. we were playing Juventus I think we'd be in more trouble yeah you know what I mean because they're so well Structurally oiled they're, they're in it every year Yeah You know what I mean Even the You see the thing is City ha- Pep Guardiola went into that City team And look Aguero's still scoring the goals Uh, He's actually made Sterling a better player Um Sonny Mane Fernandinho was already there but, Well he bought a whole Del- defence Delph Del- Del- is left back Yeah <laughs> but Yeah but He yeah, uh, oh, Del-
0: spent 250 million on
1: The defence since he got there right. Even more probably And Man City were still In the top 4 Yeah Like Mourinho came in And they were like Nosed on They yeah, were 7th like, We We're battling yeah. West Brom getting relegated huh? Yeah so Look I don't think there is A prog- Pogba issue And
0: I Am in fear for The Man United team As is Really see They're not going to win The league this year And They have all the regs In the FA Cup and Premier League basket And then finishing In the top 3 So that's where That's what they're Looking at this year So
1: Yeah well, Paul Paul came to you not known that he had, he mm. was going to be the big dog at the big club, and now it's sort of like, I think it's sort of hitting him now. And then, yeah. you see, he, once you get all the praise, it's great, but when you get all the shit, mm. you're like, oh shit. you know
0: Yeah, I mean? yeah, but also when he was at Juventus, he had a lot like a much more share of the load. You know what yeah. I mean?
1: Well, like Pirlo was there and Vidal. Yeah. So Vidal was, was sort of like the hunter yeah. gatherer, and he, then Pirlo he also have like
0: Marquezio was yeah, but he, there.
1: He was allowed run free. Oh yeah,
0: no, hundred yeah. percent. He, he he had like Higuain. Yeah, you know what I mean you had like top of the range yeah. players who were also sharing the load with him as opposed to, I feel, you yeah, know I mean, that a lot of people are looking towards him to be the leader of the team.
1: Yeah. And like, P- Pogba also came into a team that
0: was already mm. fully functioning. He also came into a team where he took took the captain's position as well. Like, Rare was the captain of the team and Carriker the captain dear. of the teams. They were the t- captain and voice captain. And Pogba came in and took both their spots. You
1: know
0: what I mean? Yeah. So, it's uh, a very unusual situation. Yeah, and then all of a sudden asked to be the main man. Yeah, and then Small and Jones have been very lacklustre as of late. And it's just like, when you, it's it's obviously going to be frustrating when your two centre-halves are letting in goals that they shouldn't be letting in. You know what I mean? And like, you're losing games because players aren't up to scratch.
1: So, what's well, what happens now with centre-back as well. Before we I feel
0: back. like Eric Bailly has to come back in at centre-half. And, oh, I don't and whoever know, best oh, matches with him stays. Uh, yeah I'm, I'm almost like I'd almost be happy To just play Rojo At centre half Yeah Just, yeah. just, just yeah. Cause, so because Jones, the, Between the two of them They just look like They have a mistake In them at all times Yeah and they look Too nice as well Yeah They want too like I'd like like Shaw Left back Rojo left centre half Boy right centre half And then Valencia right back At least like There's three defenders On the pitch Yeah You know
1: what
0: I mean Yeah And I, I'd almost like Blind is the sub left back I know Young's great now But I think in terms Of Champions League Like that defence Has to be more like Chured from defensive Point of view And not from
1: a uh, attacking point of view yeah Um, before we get into United's fixtures uh, we'll talk about the Champions League just gone yeah Um. okay so on Tuesday Basel lost solidly 4-0 to Man City yeah Man City actually broke a
0: record by winning 4-0 away from home in the last 16 in the Champions League no one's ever done that before uh, they basically qualified and then their record was then broken by Liverpool who won 5-0 away to Porto so those two teams are basically
1: true Aren't they? That's that's such a like being a manager for that winning yeah. that much away from home. You must be like, oh, that is like that's perfect start. Yeah, it's like you can
0: play the second sh- string team and the next as in like that's not your big game next week now.
1: Yeah, you can like concentrate in the league. Even though yeah. Liverpool are sort of just trying to catch United. An but uh, another person who another team that actually really really impressed for Spurs <laughs> but after going two 0 down against Juventus after nine minutes and they come back to get a two all well, and yeah. Juventus missed another penalty.
0: Yeah, yeah. it was. Not a great day at the office For Juventus really Best start they probably ever had In a Champions League game
1: 2-0 yeah, t- t- up after 10 minutes Yeah it reminded me of Like back in 99 I Remember when Man you were playing Juventus And yeah. then you know They came back and
0: 1-3-2 It was just Absolutely an incredible start for them And then Spurs showed some bottle They did like They looked to me When I got to the second half They were the better footballing team and uh, the big the big problem was Higuain missing a penalty in like the fortieth minute before half time.
1: Yeah, just before half time. Yeah, that was that would have murdered them. Yeah. That would have made three one w- just lights out.
0: Yeah, and very impressive that scored two goals away against Juventus because Juventus aren't easy to score against. So I'm very hopeful for Spurs beating Juventus in the second leg. That like that's the game
1: to watch. Yeah. Uh, Real Madrid be ps one, right? I was actually I couldn't believe that earlier on in the Champions League, like Liverpool had a big game and TV 3 didn't show it. And then when it comes to Real Madrid and PSG playing, and then Liverpool were playing Porto, they showed the Liverpool Porto game when Real Madrid against PSG like has a Champions League final. Final, final Caliber. Over, like, yeah. caliber yeah. And Real Madrid showed who's boss. It was it had everything. It had like it had like goals, it had Ronaldo show, it had mm. diving, it had Neymar, it had end to end stuff it had a comeback. It was it was everything.
0: Yeah, it was. Um look I Penalty. think Real, I think Real Madrid set the tone from the start of the game. Um they really pressed PSG very hard at the first few minutes and I think that re really put PSG in the back from made them feel unsettled. Um your man Lacello, who fouled uh, for the penalty, he showed he was young and inexperienced, and should never been in the starting line. No, anyway. and then like even Rabiot, who did score, is also like he's under twenty five as far as I am aware, and like starting two lads who are under twenty five in, in the Champions League against Real Madrid in the Bernabeu, who are the best Champions League team over the last five years by a mile, yeah. is just not a great look to be having. Yeah, to be honest, it
1: was close until what about ten? Just under 10 minutes to go Ronaldo scored his second goal uh, And then Marcelo scored in 86 minutes to nearly wrap it up Could have went 4-1 But the thing is Ronaldo's after scoring over 100 Like the only player in the Champions League To score over 100 goals in the competition Yeah, 101 now Like, uh, what about Eight or nine weeks ago People were like He's finished he, He's just a big game player And he just He shows
0: up when he's needed um, Did the Diarra start that game for them? No I feel like he probably should have Like just to yeah. Add a defensive quality for them
1: He's probably not fully fit Since coming from Dubai
0: but, Yeah he was I think he was on Where was he? Doha uh, yeah, yeah but he was Basically a free agent Yeah I free
1: think, agent yeah. So I was thinking That United could He could have went to United like,
0: Yeah just like He wouldn't good for a few games Yeah 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 but, yeah, but who yeah. who knows What the and Diario Are actually kidding You know what yeah.
1: I mean uh, what's it called? Your mate, Asuncio, came on and made a bit of a difference down the left wing. Yeah. He's after scoring also Real Madrid's 6,000 that league goal, I think it is. Yeah. Yeah, over the weekend. There, he's,
0: yeah. he's um top notch player. But I feel he has to show he's top notch consistently as well. Though. I feel like that's what he's yeah. missing out.
1: He has the looks and everything. But uh, at least Arsenal fan TV were happy with a 3 0 away win in the Europa League as well.
0: Yeah, the Europa League results sort of went as planned. There was no major upsets.
1: Yeah, but uh, we'll do a bit of quick fire here for. Tuesday and Wednesday's fixtures in the Champions League. Uh, Bayern Munich are home to Besiktas.
0: I expect Bayern Munich win 2 or 3-0, to be S- honest. Same
1: here. And then
0: Chelsea versus Barcelona. I think because it's in Stamford Bridge, I think Chelsea are going to put up more of a fight. And I'm going to say 2-1 to Barcelona. That's a good call. Yeah. That was that? a good call. Yeah. Uh,
1: what you make of the talk about Hazard going to Real Madrid and Bale going to Chelsea?
0: I saw that with like 140 million going into... Chelsea's bank account. I don't see Bale, Bale wanting
1: to go to Chelsea. No, I
0: just I, he'd I, rather just, go to City, I think. Anyway. Yeah, I I, think, I look at I look at them and I just think Chelsea don't look like they know whether they're coming or going, and like Bale's not going to go to Chelsea not knowing who the manager is. Yeah, that's the thing, and will probably have about four managers while he's there, you know. Yeah, so no, I don't see it, especially with Real Madrid are on course to win another Champions League as well. Yeah, you why mean, he leave? He doesn't yeah. have to. Uh, then on Wednesday, uh, Sevilla are home to Man U If i are being brutally honest, I feel like this game finished to all. I feel. You know it hasn't been on on the best form recently, and I feel like both teams are capable of conceding goals.
1: I think it all comes down to Lukaku. Can he score? Can he can he score in the big game? So evidently, so far he hasn't. But no. he got two against Huddersfield the other day, but uh, his his touches bringing that towards the goal were so like a bogey, a bogey, the yeah. bouncing everywhere. Uh, I'll go for United win. Um, I think Sevilla are actually doing quite well They're coming 5th in La the, the Liga And then the other match is, uh, is Shakhtar Donetsk against Roma
0: Everyone's like dying to play the winner of this game Yeah um,
1: Shakhtar Donetsk are usually good at home
0: I'm going to say 1-0 Just because I think Roma are actually doing as well Because they they beat Chelsea in the group stage as well, didn't they? They won the group, didn't they? Yeah
1: so They beat go, Chelsea
0: I'll and Leta during the group stage Which is very, very impressive I'll go Roma because they have the Yeah they, they And they, they, right. they seem to have like and then Goyle on them the,
1: the, the their team just seems to be together for a very long time so it seems to be suiting them yeah and then uh, the Premier League is also on on the weekend so we do a quick fire here as well uh, Saturday we're kicking off at half 12 Leicester City versus Stoke Leicester City Leicester yeah uh, Bournemouth versus Newcastle Bournemouth I'll go Newcastle just because they beat oil last time
0: uh, Brighton versus Swansea no Swansea are on fire these days So yeah Swansea
1: uh, Burnley versus Southampton Burnley at home I'll go draw, uh, Liverpool versus West Ham. Liverpool, Liverpool, West Brom versus Huddersfield. West N- draw. Watford versus everything at half five. Watford at home. I think everything actually doing alright so everything. Uh, Super Sunday, Crystal Palace versus Tottenham at twelve. S- Spurs, yeah, Spurs, yeah, and then big game, Super Sunday, five past two, Manchester United versus Chelsea. I'm going United because Mourinho don't want to be Conte all go United as well just because Chelsea are going to have to pull the full strength team out against Barcelona yeah. and be ran ragged yeah. whereas I don't think Seville will make United run as much yeah
0: and is there a Monday night uh, Super Monday
1: Super Monday uh, there's actually no Super Monday in the Premier no? League
0: no okay seems like City don't have a game this weekend whatever way that worked out unless they're playing Friday night is there I don't remember it's gone now Friday no anyway City don't have a game oh well one last thing is the FA Cup yeah. um, explain what happened tonight anyway Basically, Will Grigg was on fire and he decided to score a goal against City and knocked him out of the FA Cup, which is probably the biggest upset in the year of the FA Cup. So, fair play to Will Grigg, fair play to Wigan. It was actually weird because whatever way the stadium was, none of the lower half of the seats were filled, but it was what it was.
1: Yeah, yeah. also Fabian Delph was sent off for Man City. So, that means Wigan... Yeah, okay, so in the quarterfinals of the FA Cup, Wigan are taking us on Southampton. Leicester are taking on Chelsea. You know they're taking on Brighton. And then in... The other match, it's either Swansea or Sheffield United against Rochdale or Tottenham. So, I think Swansea will play Tottenham, if I had to guess.
0: Yeah, United, Brighton. So, basically, semi-finalists, you're looking at one, two, three, probably four Premier League teams, if I'm brutally honest. Brutally. Unless Wigan can do it again and beat Southampton. So, I think that sort of runs up the football segment of the energised podcast barry anything left to say for the rest of the show
1: uh i'm actually so happy the champions league's back it's just uh
0: yes the the standard
1: has been so high that it's like oh this is brilliant
0: yeah so glad to have the champions league back glad to stay energised any final notes on the podcast don't forget the end of the rugby competition if you're still listening and you like rugby it's definitely worth going to see
1: yeah and uh give us a shout out because we love you and if you're still listening we definitely love you and we'll definitely shout you out. so guys thanks a million for listening and as always
0: stay stay energised